I just wanted to thank you so much. You guys get me through my drive, my morning, waking me up. You're better than Starbucks. <laughs> I love you guys. You guys every morning. I love you guys so much. I'm shaking. I love you too. Your love got me looking so crazy right now. <laughs> One of the hottest radio shows in the country. My Elvis, you have a big logo. Aquarius. You want me to put toothpaste on my breasts? Where do you blow up a male sex doll? All right, well, I all I can say is thanks a latte. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the day. It is Thursday, January 24th. Just thought I'd let you know that. In Yay. case you know you're one of those people who like keeps up with the day. It's uh, important to know that day. It is important yes. to know that. Uh, good morning, Gandhi. Good morning. Good morning, producer Sam. Oh, hello. Hello there, Froggy. Good morning, Elvis. Hello, Scary. Hi, Elvis. Danielle is out today. She has some sort of fluey thing going on. Oh, I came in early today and I took Lysol, so if it smells funny in here, no. I sprayed everything. No, spray every square inch everything. of all of us. I'm pretty sure I shot Greg T in the face with the Lysol, too, because he's got something going on. You know, what's go- uh, El- we know what else is going on? Our first caller of the day, Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, I'm how com- are y'all? We're doing really well. Now, I'm coming to you prematurely. I'm going to come back to you in a minute, but it's so funny. You okay. were, you were calling from McKinney, Texas, the town I was yes. born and raised in. Yes, I was raised here too. Oh my gosh! Well, as we used to say, I was reared there. <laughs> wow, that was yes. a fabulous night. Anyway, well, Jennifer, our first caller of the day. It's weird to look on the screen and see my hometown up there. Uh, uh, hold on, don't go away. We've got we've got to compare notes with Jennifer. Welcome to Thursday. I'm a little upset. We let yesterday roll by without acknowledging it was National Pie Day. Uh Uh-oh. Not pie, not P-I, as in, you know, 3.14, blah, blah, blah. No, pie as in cherry pie. Mm. Pull me up some warrant. No, seriously, it was was pie day. So, you know, last night I was sitting there going through my whatever, and I I saw, oh, today's National Pie Day. And I looked up, and it's not too late. So I ordered from Petey's Pies. Nice. I ordered a nice little, uh, little pie, a little slice of pie. And what kind of pie was it? It was cherry pie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Warrant. I need a stripper pole. I'll get mine for you. I'm your cherry pie. Please only tip with $5 bills and above. Thank you. Yes. Well, welcome to the day. Danielle is out sick today, as I said. And so, um... Wow. <laughs> I haven't heard this song in so long. Very impressive. For good reason. Scary, where's my uh, my opening song? There it is. So anyway, so Danielle's not here. It just feels weird, but you know, look. Yeah. But we still have, you know, other tires on the on the car. Yeah. We'll get through it. I do miss Danielle, though. We're, uh, so Nate's not here and Danielle's not here? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's like, who's going to be missing tomorrow? I don't and like that you're smiling like it's a plan. You we all know. know. It, every day, one person will, will disappear, so finally there will be just one of us left. <laughs> okay, back to Jennifer. So, Hello. Jennifer, out of all these cities in America that we could have a first caller calling from, you're calling from McKinney, Texas, the city where I was born and raised, or as I said earlier, yes. reared. <laughs> you know what yes. I'm saying? So you were born and raised in McKinney, Texas as well. Yeah, well, I was born in another part of Texas, but not important. moved here when I was five, and I've been here or this area ever since. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Love it. See, when Great. I lived in McKinney, Texas, it had 16,000 people that lived there. Now it's 
it's over several hundred thousand, right? Wow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. At least 250,000. Yeah. yeah. And now it's, when, I, when I was raised there, if you drove into Dallas, you'd actually drive through countryside. I mean, you, oh, no. No, now it's, now it's just <laughs> yeah. one continuous city. That's yes. how yes. old I am. But, <laughs> but I was the drum major in the McKinney High School uh, marching band. Oh, Were you? Well, I was in the McKinney High School marching band for a year. Oh, my God. Well, so what, what instrument yeah. did you play? A trombone, of course. You did? Oh, my gosh. Yes. See, see I, I love the fact that we had, a, at the time, you were a girl playing trombone, which was yeah, very unusual absolutely. back in the day. I always thought... It, yeah, I think it still is. <laughs> it was always the guys in the trombone section and the drum section that were, uh-huh. the, hot, they were the hottest. <laughs> That's I agree, away. absolutely. So I see why you're in there. I get it. Well, look, uh, yes. I, I love seeing that you're from McKinney, Texas. Uh, area code 75069. That was my area code. Uh, th- thank you for listening to us, and we're going to send you an absolutely. Elvis Duran shirt, and uh, oh, there you go. You. Can you ruin it for me? We're going to ruin oh. it for you. Does anyone? Thank does everyone you. know what that means? Not everyone knows what that means. That's our secret, okay? Okay. All right. Hold on, Jennifer. Have a great day in the seven five zero six nine. They have other zip codes now too. It's yeah, kind of weird. Know. When I was there, they had one. <laughs> I love that. It was a small town. It was. It was. I might as well call it Hooterville. You know. Uh, anyway, around the room, uh, producer Sam, you want to get going? Yeah, sure. All right. I want to let everybody out there know that they need to make plans with friends they have not seen in a long time. We all have those people. We see them on Facebook or on Instagram. You're like, oh, I miss so and so. Take action and go see them. I got to hang out with three friends from high school last night. I haven't seen them in. A decade all together, and it was so much fun. Gandhi, you were there too. We went to the office trivia night. Yep, it I was- got something oh. to say about you. Well, yeah, we'll get into office. <laughs> we'll get into office trivia in a second. Well, yeah. my point is, go see your friends from high school. I don't know where you're going with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You should. It was a fun night. Yes. Keep in mind, uh, when you take new friends like Gandhi out with your old friends, you know, sometimes they compare notes. And, and oh, your no. old friends t- tell embarrassing stories about you. That's why I don't hang out with old friends. Well, that we don't need. Because they, don't they know my it. secrets. Uh, Froggy, what's going on? You know, Elvis, if you got a lot going on and you're a little stressed out, sometimes it helps if you just sing your way through it. For example, yesterday I had a lot going on. And I'm like, I must pack this box. I must wash the puppies. <laughs> and it, it takes the stress of having to do so much away. You just sing your way through it and be happy and take deep breaths. And that's how you get through the stress. That sounds like life. a great idea. I mean, it stresses out the people around you. It bit. does. Because Lisa's like, you're really getting all my nerves. Can you shut the hell up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I shut the hell up. It's anxiety, the musical. Right, so sing your way through your day. That's right. right. I'm, it's a new technique I've never tried. Hey, Gandhi, what's up <laughs> Hello. with you? Hello. So Sam did mention, producer Sam mentioned that we went to the office trivia night yesterday. We had a great time. You're both big office fans. The oh, office, yeah. yes. The it office. was great. Right. And there were a ton of teams. I would say like 30 to 40 teams, and we did really well. We placed third. Now, Sam, as we know, always talks about positivity and self-lovery and all this kind of stuff. Yes. We placed third, and I saw a side of producer Sam I've never seen in my life. She is a sore loser. You scorpion woman. She started <laughs> kicking things. She would not stop shaking really? her fist at the sky. You're like competitive and a sore loser? Yes. I have, listen, I have nothing to offer this world if not trivia from the office. So the fact that I got questions wrong is making me just, I need to contemplate everything. So I've are you mad decided. at others for winning or mad at yourself for mad losing? Mad at myself. Oh, that's she even worse. Me. Like Banshee screaming, nah! 
I love, no, but Gandhi, yesterday she was trying to preach self-love, and yeah. last night she was preaching self-hate. Oh, I couldn't she help was. it. Michael Scott laid out six pieces of bacon, not five. How did I get that question wrong? And she got another one wrong about Truman Capote. She was just... Okay, see, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't a huge uh, The Office fan, yeah, so I okay. have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, there are probably a lot of people that don't. No, no. I know, that was, they were, I know that it was based in Scrotum. Yes. Yeah, Scrotum. Based Scrotum, in Scrotum, Pennsylvania. Scrotum, Pennsylvania. Yeah, true stories. <laughs> it was just fascinating to see. So I think while you should hang out with people you haven't hung out with for a long time, maybe you should hang out with coworkers outside of work to see what they're really like. I'm afraid to. That's why I don't <laughs> hang out with any of you people. And I don't want you to know how I am either. I can't wait to. Let's get into your horoscopes. Producer Sam, who do you want to do them with? Please don't say me. I don't want to do them. Gandhi. (laughs) Okay, Gandhi. All right. Who was my choice beforehand? All right. Okay, good. (laughs) All right, Capricorn, don't be afraid to be social today. You have earned a well-deserved work break. Your day is a seven. Aquarius, make sure to use your newfound energy to make a positive impact toward your goals. Your day's a six. Pisces, spend time planning things with friends before you jump into a change. Your day is a seven. Aries, don't be afraid to take creative risks today, but don't forget to daydream as well. Your day's an eight. Taurus, your financial situation is on the up. Yay. But make sure it's not time to spend it all in one place. Save some money. Your day is a nine. Gemini, you'll feel like the center of attention today. Try not to let it get to your head. Your day's an eight. Cancer, take the time to try something new today. The results might surprise you. Your day is a six. Leo, emphasize your relationships today. You never know how far they'll take you. Your day's a six. Virgo, focus on a project that requires all of your attention. The reward will be worth it. Your day's a nine. Libra, don't let your intense daydreaming get out of hand. Stay focused on the present. Your day's a nine. Scorpio, the world is full of surprises. Be ready to bump into yours today. Your day is a seven. And Sagittarius, talk out your dreams to make them a reality, especially if they are romantic in nature. <laughs> your day is a 10, and those are your Thursday morning horoscopes. All right, wait, what was what was the number for Leo? You get a six. Oh, Ooh, baby. That's a low I score. knew it. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm I think sorry. it's a typo. I think it was upside down, and it's a nine. That's definitely it. No. no? Okay. You know what they say, if you have a lower number, the only thing it means is you have to work a little harder to make today a 10. Okay. What are you going to do to make today a 10? I don't know. Go drink. (laughs) I'm going to go have a shot of tequila. (laughs) I need some, I may go back to fireball. (laughs) That is so five years ago. Uh, All right, let's get into your headlines. Gandhi, what's going on today? Well, today is the day the Senate's going to try to end the partial government shutdown. There are two different bills that they're going to vote on, but sadly... People think that both are going to get shut no, down. No, come so. on. Something's got to work. There's a lot of stuff. People are worried now about their health insurance because you can't pay the premiums. You might lose your health insurance. So it's getting really, I mean, it's been serious. It's getting even worse. Yeah. Um, over 24 million mortgage and bank loan documents from some of the biggest banks have been leaked. And they say this information has been out there for two weeks at the least. So if you think that you could be one of these people, life luck. Yeah, LifeLock. Yes, pay attention to it because your info might be out there. We talked a little bit about this a few days ago. The Hacienda Hospitality Facility in Arizona, where a woman was in a vegetative state for 14 years and somehow had a baby. Right. They made an arrest in this case yesterday after testing a lot of the employees who worked there and even worked there previously. They did get a DNA match. 36-year-old nurse was arrested. Yeah. (sighs) I, I, I live in this world totally naive. And thinking something like that would never happen. Right. That there are not monsters out there that would do something like that. Exactly. All right. Back to you. You know, there are. How about this one? Boeing testing an air taxi with no pilot. Mm -hmm. 30-foot prototype was sent out, and they want it to be the absolute new way of travel starting 2020. 
Not sure how. Let me ask you a question. Okay, it's gonna it's gonna happen one day. But can you imagine just walking up to a runway and a plane lands Mm -hmm. and the door opens and there's no one in it, but you get in and the door closes and it takes off? No, I don't even trust a Roomba. No. Who's driving it? Seriously, who's driving the Roomba? Oh exactly, and we've seen these self-driving cars that cannot happen in the All air, right. but okay. they want to do it. And this one, I think, will make everybody laugh. Two companies in China giving an extra eight days off to female employees, 30 and up, who are single, because they say you really need to focus on getting out there and dating. Oh. Every woman should be married by this age. Okay, so you know how... <laughs> I, all my girlfriends are like, don't talk to me about being single. But wait, I get eight days off? I know. <laughs> oh, okay. All righty. I'm an old widow. Yep, head to China. They'll give you some time. All right, well, thank you, Gandhi. You guys ready for your Thursday? Yes. All right. Tune in to radio host Elvis Duran for his unfiltered take on Hollywood. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Sponsored by State Farm. Protect your car and home with the one that's here to help your life go right. State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So I noticed something the other night. We were watching um, something on Netflix. I don't know what it was. And I tell you what, I, I bet the reason I didn't know what it was is because while we were watching whatever show on Netflix, I was also on my phone. All right? Oh. So, I mean, it's just, you know, one screen just wasn't enough. I had to have something else going. You're screen cheating. Exactly. You know, I I can understand uh, if you're watching a live sporting event or a live whatever event and you're watching Twitter at the same time to watch, you know, know, live tweeting or whatever. But I was just like, you know, tooling around, you know, looking at work mail and, you know, texting. And I I think I shopped on Amazon and got some deodorant. (laughs) So this morning, my brother sends me this thing, uh, the headline, one screen is not enough. Simultaneous use of digital devices while watching TV by U.S. adults. Uh, Frequency of digital. Okay. The number one thing we do while watching TV on our phones is we look up information related to the content we're watching. All the time I do that. Yeah. And I find myself in the creepiest loops of things. Like even this news story that just happened where the nurse got arrested for impregnating the woman. Yes. Did a deep dive onto him. Ended up watching YouTube videos of this guy who was a Christian rapper. Was watching him rap. Yeah, it's it's like, well, yeah. In the old old original days of the internet, they used to call it mosaic. Meaning uh, it was just different pieces of the puzzle put together. So you would go click on, let's say, the alphabet. Mm -hmm. I want to learn more about the alphabet. And while we're reading about the alphabet, I'm like, oh, I can click on the letter C. You go to the letter C. Look at all the words that start with the letter C. I click on that. And you go around the world, never really stopping on one thing. You just travel around to all these many things. Definitely. Right. Okay, so looking up information uh, related to the content you're watching on TV is number one thing. Number two is we do emailing and messaging about okay. about the content. Okay. <sighs> do you see what I just saw? I got to text someone. Uh-huh. Or if you're using two screens. One's the TV and the show, and the other's your phone. We're actually looking up and shopping for things we see on TV. Oh, yeah. I've done that before. Uh, the next thing is we write and read posts about the content <laughs> on social media. So and then uh, we switch to different content after seeing something online. And then you, you do the mosaic. You, you, you take a trip on your phone Totally forgetting you're watching a TV show. Yes. I have found myself having to rewind the same thing in a yep. show like six times yep. because I watch it. I start doing whatever I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, damn, I missed an important part. Go back. And I do it again. The problem with that is if you're watching something with a friend, they have to rewind with you. Right. Well, why are you rewinding? I just saw that. I know, but I, I missed it because I was texting. 
But that's what I've noticed about myself is if there's another human with me, I don't fiddle around on the phone. When I'm by myself, game on. Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. It's only okay to fiddle, I think, if it doesn't affect you whatsoever. So I won't be upset if the person I'm with is live tweeting whatever we're watching. But if I'm like, why are you on? Why are you looking up Dyson vacuums? Like that would bother me while we're watching <laughs> well, the show. Well, you know, Froggy, think about it. If you and I are watching a TV show. Right. Yeah. Well, let's, let's say, you, Froggy, you and I are watching a football game on TV. Oh, okay. And you look over and said, oh, God, this game sucks. I'm like, sucks? <gasps> vacuum cleaner. I need to buy a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and Because that's how my mind works, right, Frog? It is how your mind works. But what I get lost in doing is I see an actor. I'm like, I've seen that guy in something mm-hmm. else. So then I look his name up, and then he's been in this, and then I read about that he was in and that. And then I miss half of what I've watched, and like Ani said, then i got to go back and rewind. And I've missed 20 minutes of it because I get caught down this rabbit hole of trying to find out all the other actors this guy worked with and then other people. Okay, listen. Right. Go ahead. What? And then like on a sporting event, I'll go, hey, that guy didn't always play for this team. He played for another team. And then I'll go and look at other – and I just end I up so deep from okay, where I originally started. Here's the problem, and here's what – this is the big issue, and we're not really addressing this. We have an inability to focus mm-hmm. – on things because of multiple screens, because of your phone, but we're not focusing on any singular thing. Therefore, are we truly a enjoying the game? B are we uh, are we remembering the things that happen in the game for a conversation later? I don't think so. Mm-mm. I really do think we. For instance, right now, maybe you're listening to our show and you're driving. Do you? Okay. How many? Oh no, it's not okay. <laughs> I think you, that's okay. No, well, no, I love that. Okay. But how many times have we heard <clears throat> from listeners who say, "I was so listening to your show, so into it, I missed my exit." Good, we keep them in the car longer. Well, I know, but what I'm saying is, we're <laughs> yeah. living, we're living these lives of of not being focused when we should be focused on things. I, I think that's a problem. I really do. I know it's a problem. But but not only are we missing out on things that are important to our lives because we're not focused, but also we're missing out on things that we deserve to experience. Yeah. You know, I always talk about walking down the street and not being aware of anything around you, like that great you know garden to the left or mm-hmm. that wonderful tree on the right. These are the things in life that are really beautiful that you know God or the universe gave us to enjoy. We're not looking at them anymore because we're too busy looking at three or four screens. Yeah, it's like that right. age-old problem. Are you living in the moment? I think that applies. To, I never thought that would apply to television, but I think that's <laughs> applying right now. Well, I, I, I know. You get tired of people pr- like preaching at you. Yes. Put your phone down and, and enjoy life. And you're like, screw you. I'm going to do what I want to do. Okay, fine. You can do what you want to do. Just understand that you may be missing out on something. You may not be aware of it at all. But maybe you should be. What's scary? Guilty as charged. Of course. When I'm with my girlfriend, if we're at brunch or wherever, and I'm on my phone for any reason whatsoever, she gets so angry. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm I don't like, blame so her. So now mm-hmm. I've, I've tried to like put my phone in my coat so I don't feel it vibrate. And I'm just, oh, it's away from me. So it's I know, but there's another thing that happens. When, you're, when you put your phone in your coat, there's this other level of anxiety that pops up. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if I just got a message. I think I yeah, think I, don't, I think I, don't I, know if, I felt a vibration. Yeah, I don't know if it's a notification. Is it a text? Is it I got? Is it my know. front door I ring know. doorbell? Exactly. You know how many times have you felt your phone vibrate? You go to pull it out of your pocket, and it's not in your pocket all the time. Yep. What yeah. does that mean? We that have means, weird relationships with you, our phones. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, it's so wild. Anyway. You know where I noticed it a lot, and I was shocked, and I did it too when I did New Year's Eve at uh, Times Square. When everyone was counting down, everybody had their phones up in the air recording the ball dropping instead of just yeah. enjoying the ball was dropping and all this confetti was coming down. I was like, oh, wow, this is 
This is something here. Well, Gandhi, ask anyone yes. who we interview, an artist. They mm -hmm. tell you when they do concerts up on stage, all they see is phones. They don't see faces. <sighs> eh. All right. Look, I'm not trying to preach your, you know, like, oh, oh shut up, Elvis. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying there may be something we're missing out on in life when we're just so into that phone. It's food for thought, you know, at least. Yeah. You know, and whoever texted you, it's going to be in your phone 10 minutes from now. So why do you have to check it out? Eh. Love it. Plus, I, I love not texting people back. That's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, producer Sam, the feel goods. What do you have today? All right, everyone, put down your phones and listen. Let me yes, make one you feel screen at good. a time. Exactly. So I really like this submission because most of the stories I cover are one and done good deeds. This man is a repeat offender, so he's a diamond in the roth right now. So Nikki Machia emailed me about her boss, John Munson, who runs a restaurant called Good Eats Bistro in LaGuardia Airport. He's one of those guys who is constantly using his everyday position to help other people who are in need. For example, on Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve, he hosted a local homeless shelter for dinner. But he made it a real dinner. He didn't make it those kinds of shelter dinners that people usually have. Everyone sat down, everyone had a server, and it really made you feel oh, like cool. part nice. of the family. Currently, during this government shutdown, he's been feeding TSA government workers lunch. On the first day, they had about 200 workers come in. And they're keeping it going. Wow. They're getting different sponsors, and Nikki is so thrilled to be working for him. She says, we have sponsors from all of our vendors, but I really wanted to thank my boss, John. He is the greatest boss to have, and he is someone the community is lucky to have. So, John, thanks so much for doing so much for your community. And, Nikki, thank you for the submission. I think this is adorable. And if you have someone that deserves to be featured, email me, sam at elvisdurant.com, subject line, feel goods. Follow Elvis on Twitter. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. We were talking about getting our our stuff stolen online. Look, you know. You were talking about uh, some banks? Yes. They say the biggest U.S. banks were hit. If you had a bank loan or a mortgage loan in any way, your information could be out there and could have been out there for as long as two weeks. Wow. Well, yeah. I hope they get my information on my loan and pay it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's what they were trying to do. I don't think do. it's going to happen. Hackers yeah. are finding more ways to hijack phone numbers. To get around that two-factor authentication. Mm -hmm. Authentication. I can't say that word. You got it. You know how it is when you, you have it set up on one of your social media sites where I'm going to have to put my phone number in and, and double whatever. Mm -hmm. So only your phone can, can sign on and whatever. People are figuring out how to get around it. You may want to have a secondary number that directs calls and texts to your primary cell phone. Oh God. Really? This is what we have to do to protect our stuff? This is going a long way. So many ways cyber criminals are breaking into our stuff. Good thing. We have LifeLock Identity Theft Protection with the added power of Norton Security, helping us protect us against threats to our devices that we can't see or fix on our own. They even have agents that will work to fix it if there's a problem. Pretty cool. That's why LifeLock, I love LifeLock. I love having them watching over me. No one can prevent all theft, cybercrime, monitor all of our transactions, but LifeLock with Norton Security can see threats better than we can. Go to LifeLock.com. And use the promo code Elvis, you'll get 10% off your first year. That's lifelock.com. Use the promo code Elvis for 10% off your first We're year. We're reading all your tweets at Elvis Duran. Join the conversation. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So, look, I, I never was a huge fan of The Office. Ah. But every once in a while, I'd watch it. Uh-huh. Every once in a while, I'd watch it. Yes. But uh, And I thought it was great, but I just never got into it. That It always blows my mind when people say that because for me, the first episode I saw of it, I was hooked. I'm like, this right. is hilarious. I love it. Well, so you and Sam went to this The Office. It's kind of weird to say it. Yes. You went to a The Office <laughs> uh, trivia night. night. Yes, we did. And you came in third out of 40 teams, which I think is fabulous. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Okay. All right. You know what? I think <laughs> you can do better. <gasps> no! Welcome to another round of The Office. Oh, Yay! Hey! All right. So, okay, so I'm going to let uh, you guys compete against each other. Oh, oh All okay. right, so, so producer Sam and Gandhi, let's see which one of you truly is the best at The Office trivia. All okay. right, I'm ready. All right, you ready to go? Yes. Scary, do you have uh, everything pulled up? I sure do. You have to write down your answers, and okay. I'll check your papers later. Number one, Scary, get your bell. Get your bell, just in case. You take a bell, and you take a bell. No, 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 no. no. They write down their answers. Okay. You, I just need a bell here. Just put a bell right there in front of Big Daddy. That's all you got to do. It's a simple request. You got a bell, put it right here. Thank you. What is Michael Scott's middle name? Write oh, it down. Got it. All right. All right. Next one. Okay. Who was considered for the role of Dwight before Rain Wilson? Oh. Write it down. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Who wait, was wait, it? Uh, got to move. Got to move. yesterday. What is Pam's favorite kind of yogurt? Write it down. Got it. Now, if you're a The Office fan, you can play at home. What was the award that Kelly received at the Dundies? Oh, which I one? You know, I bet Gandhi knows that one. Which right. Dundies? In the uh, in the episode Diwali, yes. Michael eats some Indian food and spits it out because he thought it was what? Got it. Uh, oh, look at you. You're so cocky. All right, producer Sam and Gandhi, where did Michael get his world best boss mug? Okay. All right. Number seven, Dwight owns and runs a farm in his spare time. What does this farm primarily produce? Okay. Oh, okay. you look at me like, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. You guys are good <laughs> if you're getting them right. At Jim and Pam's wedding in the Niagara episode, what was Kevin wearing on his feet? <laughs> All right. Number nine, according to Michael, who's the hottest employee in the office? According to Michael. Okay. Mm-hmm. And finally, number 10, why does Michael break up with Pam's mom? Okay. All right. Okay. And there you go. So if you're like me listening to this and you have no clue who any of these people are, what it is, <laughs> no. you know what? It's really all just about to see what they know. This is Gandhi and producer Sam. Okay. All, I have. all right, may I have your answers, yes. please? Yes, yes, you may. Right. I hope they're legible. Did that was guys, fast. Okay, okay. Without me looking at them, did yes. you did you answer each question? Uh, no, I missed one. I think I missed one. Maybe all two. Right. Missed one. Number one. All right. Uh, what was Michael Scott's middle name? The answer is Gary, and you both get a point. Yay! Michael uh, Gary Scott. Yes. Number two. Who was considered for the role of Dwight before Rain Wilson? The answer is Seth Rogen. <gasps> also, John Krasinski. Not. He didn't want that role, so uh, I'm, right. I'm going to well, throw his. Here's according a, to our sources, Seth Rogen. Well, here comes other producer right. Sam. Right. Okay, but you didn't. But you both got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. According to Brody, yes. who wrote this. Okay. I just Whatever. want to let everyone know that Brody wrote it. Ah, we're okay. going to talk later. Okay. Look, you know, it could have been Seth Rogen. I bet a lot of people wanted it, but exactly. our answer we're looking for is Seth Rogen. <laughs> Fine. <clears throat> Number three, what is Pam's favorite kind of yogurt? The answer is mixed berry. Oh. Uh, Gandhi said blueberry. And you... Sam said mixed berry. Oh, yeah. Sam. Mm-hmm. Number four, what was the award that Kelly received at the Dundees? The answer was the spicy curry award. Damn it. Gandhi got it. Yeah. No. Sam didn't. In the episode <laughs> Diwali, Michael eats some Indian food, spits it out because he thought it was what? The answer is s'mores. Oh, damn. Uh, you said pastry, mm-hmm. Gandhi. And you said s'mores. Go Sam. Oh. Producer Sam. All right, so far, uh, Sam is winning three to two. Uh, number six, where did Michael get his world best boss mug? The answer is Spencer's. Oh. Uh, you said himself. Uh, he bought it for himself. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I was going for. Also true. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 but where okay. did he get it? Yeah, Spencer's. What'd you say? I said Spencer's. Oh, okay, oh, oh, okay look at that. Spencer's oh, yeah. Gifts. You, have, you actually gave it its full name. Full quote. 
Uh, okay. Dwight owns and runs a farm in his spare time. What does he primarily produce? The answer is beets. Uh, you said beets, Gandhi. Yes. And you said beets, Sam. Good. All right. By the way, if you're like me, never watch The Office, this is getting kind of boring. Sorry, for the rest of us, we're thrilled. All right, all right, all right. Uh, According to Michael, who is the hottest, oh, no, 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 at Jim and Pam's wedding in the Niagara episode, what was Kevin wearing on his feet? The answer is tissue boxes, and uh, you both got that. Yay! All right. According to Michael, who's the hottest employee in The Office? Michael's hottest is Ryan, mm. and you both got it. <laughs> and finally, what does Michael why does Michael break up with Pam's mom? The answer, she's too old for him, and you both said that. Yay! Right. Well, Sam we, wins. we do have a clear winner. The answer is Sam. Thank with God. Eight this points. Is... Gandhi only got six. Oh, man. It's all I have to offer in the world. <laughs> so bad. Good job, Sam. Now do you see why I was throwing chairs when we came in third? No, I'm trying to show you how to be a good sport. Good job, Sam. Whatever, Gandhi. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's just calm down. <laughs> Remind me never to play a game with Sam. I know. I love to play a game for the fun of it. She'll cut you. There's nothing fun about getting third place. So think about it. Okay, as you're listening to this, obviously they know a lot about The Office. What show do you know a lot about? About uh, what do you? What show do you know a lot about? God, I can't talk What today. would yours be? Like in those... I, You're going to hate me for saying it. No, I'm so, not. I love Lucy. Well, because well, it's such an old show, but I've seen it. I've seen every episode seventy-five thousand times. Like you think you could kill a trivia night? Well, at I, Love I Lucy? think I could. I said that one time at a party, and someone said, "Oh, well, then here's a question: Who was blah blah blah?" And I went, uh, "I had oh. no, I had no idea." So, <laughs> I don't know. So, are we going to do I Love Lucy trivia up next? No. Yay! No, no. Well, okay. Well, what about you, Greg T? What show could you kill it? You know, I think I, I was watching. Very impressed with both of you girls. Congratulations. Yeah. So, which you. show uh, do you know the most about? I gotta say, I think it would be Grey's Anatomy. I have not missed one oh. episode, or right. it could be This Is Us, which I also watch every single episode. No, of Grey's this is Anatomy us. would be an interesting one because it's been around for how many years? Yep. And I have not missed one episode, yes. not one. Yeah. Even yesterday, I caught up with the one I, I missed last week. Froggy, what about you? Yep. You know what? I'm going to have to go back to like either something like Two and a Half Men, like when Charlie Sheen was on Two and a Half Men. I used right. to watch every single episode. I've watched it on reruns. I knew everything about that Look show. at that. All the shows that we're talking about uh, competing against each other on for mm-hmm. trivia, uh, they're all gone except for Grey's Anatomy, Anatomy and This Is Us. And This Is Us. That's yes. great tea. Go tea? Nice. Great tea's a man of today. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but like depressing trivia night today. All I right. did also just see that The Office is coming out with a movie. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. All right, so yeah. if you're a fan of The Office, yeah. it's the movie. Yes, it's I'll get you out. the details on All it. All right, congratulations, Sam. Thank you're you. A, you're Thank a poor you. winner, too. <laughs> the Celebrity Buzz Podcast with Garrett and gossip columnist Rob Shooter. Anytime Beyonce does anything, the world just stops. It does stop because she makes it stop. The Celebrity Buzz Podcast. New episodes every week on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the hey, Morning it's Show. Look into WW. It's Weight Watchers Reimagined. It's wellness that works for every body. Don't wait any longer to feel great. Join today for free. Start today at RadioWW.com. Purchase required. Restrictions apply. So uh, Danielle is out sick today, and I was hoping she would... Uh... She would be here to talk about The Masked Singer on, oh. uh, on Fox last night. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone was, uh, you know, exposed. Well, right. I am uh, will do a Google. I know that there, there were several people who were trending last night who may have been exposed. One was Gladys Knight. One was, was it Joey Fatone? Yep. And uh, Raven. And, and Raven. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out uh, if they exposed someone. Daniel, Danielle, damn it, why aren't you here? <laughs> I want to know. 
anyway, so if you know, text me, 55100. Call me, 800-242-0100. Uh, Gandhi. Yes. I was reading about this new dating app okay. called Ship. Oh. Where you let your best friends swipe for you. Oh. Okay. And, uh, and I... I know you said the other day that you have a friend who has an account with your photo and your info. I gave her all my info for the Tinder account that I had, and I deleted the app off my phone. And she's, she's swiping on your behalf. Swiping her life away. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about that? I mean... <laughs> I think it's kind of funny, because I keep getting things that are saying like, hey, are you on Tinder? Because I just matched with you. Here's this. And I'm like, what are you doing? Well, so has, even... she, has she actively found anyone kind of cool that she has swiped on your behalf? I don't know, because I'm not talking to any of the people, because she's got all of it on her phone, and she's not funneling it my way, which is great, because I don't need that right now. But... Okay. <laughs> okay, this just in breaking news. Yes. We just found out last night. From uh, the masked singer, that the poodle was Margaret Cho. <laughs> <laughs> who? At no point Margaret has that name been thrown away. Margaret Cho, you know who she is, Froggy Cho. Comedian. Up. You know who she is, Froggy. Yeah, no, know. I'm saying no, no. I'm saying I know who it is, but I'm like I, we were all thinking like Gladys Knight and all these <laughs> other really big stars, even Joey Fatone, and then they come I out with know. Margaret I like, Cho. I love Margaret Cho. This I, is funny. I took a picture with her once. Hey, so there you go. So there you go. I hope I didn't ruin it for someone. But yeah, usually that's Danielle's job. Spoiler to, alert. To spoil it all. Anyway, so back to you. See, yes. I, I always think that women have have relationships with their friends differently than than guys. Different than guys. Okay. For instance, I like Danielle will walk in and she'll say, I don't know, did I put my deodorant on? And then Gandhi will go over there and sniff her underarm. Yeah, I'm like, totally. What are you doing? <laughs> so if you trust each other so much to sniff each other's body parts, mm-hmm. you trust each other enough to swipe on dating apps mm-hmm. for each other, which I just think that's so strange. I actually think in the long run that my friends will probably end up picking someone more long-term for me than I will pick for myself. Okay, why is that? Because I, the things that I like about people are usually qualities that don't equal a long-term relationship. I like really spontaneous, fun, kind of yeah, rambunctious. Yeah. hot. Yeah, hot, <laughs> tattooed from the Lots neck down. tattoos, right? Yes, <laughs> like that kind of person. So I always have a good time, but it's just really not something that I think will last or that I would, you know, I'm not bringing these guys home to my family. Right. No way. But my friends would probably pick much better. Isn't that funny? Yes. What's scary? On the surface, I think that's a great idea. But when I started to really do some digging and I thought about this about in the past, some my funny theory about it is a best friend swiping for you might actually secretly stash away the hotter, cooler guys for themselves, and then maybe you give you oh, their that could second. Be one thing. What so kind of so sabotaging friends? They do might you not have, have your interest. At, you know, <laughs> so they're giving you sloppy seconds. <laughs> I mean, couldn't they just get their own app and swipe for themselves to do that? Exactly. Why but would they not, do that? But they're not going to like highlight the guys that are the best. Okay, all right. Well, I get it. I get Interesting. it. Interesting. Anyway, it's just it's it's fascinating to me. But I see your point where your friends are more likely to choose the right guy. Right. And you choose the wrong guy. Right. It's Mr. Right versus Mr. Right now. Yes. Exactly. That's exactly okay. what they would choose. I, I mean or like in, in India they call it an arranged marriage. They sure do. If if your friends <laughs> your friends choose someone for you. In India, so I think a lot of people get this crazy idea of what an arranged marriage is, and there are some crazy arranged marriages where it's, you know, a really young girl and an old guy. That's not always what the case is. Like a lot of people elect to have an arranged marriage mm-hmm. because if you think about your best friend 
your favorite relative, a sibling, and a parent, who's going to pick a better match for you than those people coming together? They want the best for you. Right. So, As you're lot- saying about your friends. Yeah. You, you trust their choice for you more than you're choosing your own choice. Right. What? Kind of, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, my uncle chose to have an arranged marriage. He and his wife both chose it. And there's a lot of freedom if you don't like the person, you just say no. So oh, you, you can say, as long as you can say no. Right. I mean, again, there what? are places where you can't. Well, think but. about it. <laughs> if you have you, you you play the arranged marriage uh, card with your family, mm-hmm. and you have the ability to say no, it's like watching The Bachelor, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's almost like a game show in your family. Where it's like, oh, right, now here's the person your mom and I have chosen. Yeah. Like, drum roll, and the curtains open, and out walks Mr. Maybe My Husband. Perhaps. Uh, when I was in college, they just matched me up with a random Indian person because I guess they just decided we would be great, compatible roommates. And we were, I mean, again, 18, 19 at the time, and I'm sitting there with her as she's looking through her emails. Her family was sending her all kinds of different matches, and right. we would just look through them like, do you like this guy? No, I don't really like his face. Next. It was basically Tinder, but with way more deep information going on. And there you have it. Yeah. So as we're having this conversation, yes, six thousand text messages have come through yelling at me for divulging uh-huh. who, uh, <laughs> who who the masked singer was. I said. Oh, well, hey, you had to take over for Danielle. I know Danielle is <laughs> famous. She's famous for you know, ruining people's TV shows. All right. I love you for this. All right, well, I'm not going to say it again. Don't say it again. I'm not going to say who it was. The poodle. We'll cut that from the West Coast feed. <laughs> yeah, Don't gonna, worry. We'll fix that in post. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I just love the relationship that women have. Guys, look, I would, I can't think of one friend of mine I would trust to fix me up with someone else. Really? Or I can't think of one friend I would even want to fix up with someone else. I would actually trust you. If you said oh, there's this guy I think you would really like him, I would kind of trust you with that. All right. I think you know me enough. Know what I'm into and not into. And I love Gandhi out. that you're smart enough to know that your choices are the wrong choices. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> I hang out with these people I know. <laughs> wow. Yep. So the question is, are you single now? Oh, this is a good question. Because it's it's not clear cut. Right. I'm unsure. Hold on. Turn off the music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> unsure. You just checked none of the above. Right. I'm- All right. So you were dating Mr. Six One Seven. Yes. I will definitely say we're dating. You're still dating, even though yes. he's 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 off doing military stuff. He hasn't left yet, so he leaves February twelfth. That's right. his that's his ship date. So we've been hanging out a lot since I moved, which right. is of course my perfect horrible timing always. All right. So we're hanging out. We've never had a discussion about are we official? I mean, official I think would be weird at this point, but like, are we? Not seeing other people, I don't know. But so, wait, don't you hate that question? I'm never asking. They ask, uh, what are we? Ew. Oh, God. We're, <laughs> since you asked that question, we are nothing. Right. No, but you know, that's not fair. I mean, it's okay if you're curious. Look, he's he's going away to do his thing. Yes. And he hasn't gone yet. Right. So you don't think that there's a chance you're going to have that conversation? I have absolutely no idea. I know I will never bring up the conversation because that's just not within me to have that conversation. If he wants to talk about it, I'm fine talking about it. I'm also fine completely looking the other way like it's not happening and just just seeing how things go. Wow. You play it by ear. Roll with roll with the punches. What's scary? Going back to what we were talking about just now, um, a general rule I learned also is don't allow the opposite sex to choose your partner because Why? You, we value different things. So I wouldn't, 
So I know, but I, then that's why you should, maybe. Maybe. But if, when I was single, I, I, one of my best friends who was a woman tried to choose my, say, oh, here, you should go out with her. She's great. And all the qualities that she had weren't necessarily at the top of my list. And I feel like, the opposite is also true. If you know, so maybe a woman shouldn't let a guy choose. But why? You're not. You're still not telling me why. Like, what qualities would your female you, friend choose in a woman for you, different than yours? I know. I, I know what he's gonna say. No, what? What? He's say. gonna say girls don't care if they're hot or not. They try to find personality. I just want a hot chick. That, that's. I was not gonna say that. But that's what you thought. <laughs> but that's what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> Right. But good. maybe so. She's got a great personality. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll pass. Right. <laughs> but, no, but Gandhi was saying she trusts her friends I do. to choose the right guy because she knows she can't. All right, scary. Maybe yes. you should be more like Gandhi. Even though I will say, of the guys, Mr. 617 is pretty solid. He's a good, he's a good guy. He's not. Yeah, yeah, but well, I know, but there's still a disconnect there. We'll there is in, definitely a disconnect. We'll get into this later. Great. I, I hope he's listening. We have to get into the headlines, Gandhi. All right. So yesterday, the Covington uh, Catholic High School in Kentucky actually got a threat. And people were very nervous. The school was not in session. They said that after investigation, it was okay. It wasn't anything worth pursuing. And all the kids are back in school today. So they're okay. Some new details coming out about El Chapo's case that's happening right here. Yeah, it's like four blocks from where we're sitting. Yeah, so maybe should I tread lightly with this? No, you're giving someone else's report. Go ahead. Just reporting. Uh, apparently, they're saying his wife played a huge role in a lot of the stuff that was going on, including his escape from prison. And I find that fascinating. So now she could possibly be getting in trouble after this as well. There might have been a Bigfoot sighting in Utah. There's some footage of a thing that looks like a Sasquatch crawling up a hill. Obviously, we haven't identified whether it is or not. I've never seen it. Scary used to date her. Oh, scary. Yeah. He used to date this when we called her Sasquatch. Don't call her that. Don't call her that. Oh, my God. Anyway, back to you. We found her, Scary. Oh, that's She's in Arizona. Is that where she is? She is. Okay. Um, Today, we already talked about it. We're into day 34 of the government shutdown. And today, Senate is going to try to pass some stuff to get the government back up and running. They will vote on two separate bills to see whether or not that will pass. Some people don't have faith. Oh, God. We're all crossing our fingers. Everyone hopes it does. Please pass. I will tell you, we're hearing more and more stories of excellent people, cool people who own restaurants and things, who are serving complimentary meals to furloughed government workers. And I love hearing those stories. Yes. I like that, too. And finally, we talked a little while ago about how uh, McDonald's was running, or Burger King was running an ad that if you bought a, if you ordered their if you got their app and you ordered a burger while in line at McDonald's you were going to get it for a penny right it got four million people to download that app wow four million now in McDonald's news I'm hearing they're they're going to give away free bacon free bacon we'll get into that okay. later there you go free bacon that sounds like my kind of gift who doesn't want that we got a phone tap coming up for you right after this Elvis I love coming to work where I can't focus for one friggin minute Danielle every now and then you get a little douchey froggy the bees sting your wings or no? And Gandhi. So I tore my ACL playing soccer. I have a scar from it, and apparently that is wildly offensive to this gentleman. <laughs> Starting your day. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So, have you played Relative Insanity yet? One of our favorite games? You know how everyone thinks you're a comedian. Well, Relative Insanity is the game that actually makes everyone funny just by playing the punchline cards. You want to be funny? Get Relative Insanity at Walmart and Amazon. So, uh, Danielle, as you know, she's out sick today. Do we have her on the phone? Yeah, we do. Oh, you can hear it. 
As a matter of fact, it's like Bird Box. Oh, God. You don't want to look at the thing because, yeah. you know, it'll, it'll make you, like, kill yourself. Right. When you hear Danielle's voice, you, you may drive off the bridge. Oh, no. Hello, Danielle. Good morning. Ah! Ah! I, can, I actually thought I was sexy sounding, and that's why I'm calling in. No, I can hear <laughs> the boogers of a million years <laughs> hanging out in your nasal cavity. Oh, there's some oh, oh, that sounded good. Yeah, so yeah. You, you have it. You've got it. Oh, yeah. It yeah. sucks. Well, my little one had it, and then the big one had it, and now mommy has it. So it's oh, fantastic. my gosh. The little one had yep. it? The big one had it. Well, yep. look, uh, yep. all right. So, uh... You're saying that you started getting sick when you got your flu shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very weird. The day after the flu shot. How long ago I was that? To, uh, October, the end of October. So right. I haven't felt normal since the end of October. Like I started having back pains and all kinds of stuff. And when I was in the hospital that one day, remember when I had that high fever, the lady who was helping me in the hospital, the nurse, she said, you know, it's weird this year, more people have had some sort of a reaction which I had never had before, and I found it interesting, so I don't know. Well, okay, I'll tell you what's going on. Okay. Two days ago, I had my flu shot. I, I'm, I'm late to the game, but mm-hmm. I had one anyway, and I right. felt like hammered crap ever since. Oh, I, I, had one? Yeah, I'm it's telling you. So interesting. I know. I want everyone out there to be really paranoid about that flu shot. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, listen to that. Oh, it's my God. Bird call. box, bird box, bird box. Don't <laughs> listen to her. You'll get sick. Uh, now... Did you watch uh, TV last night? I did. I watched The Masked Singer from my okay. bed. And by the way, I did your job, Danielle, by uh, ruining it for everyone. I told everyone who, who the poodle was, and I got yelled at. Oh, my God. Well, I actually thought it was... Damn, 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 don't say anything. No, 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 don't, don't say anything. Stop. Okay. We've pissed off I enough thought, people. Okay. Hey, I you, thought it was one of the guesses that they had guessed. How okay. about that? Okay. Now, so Gandhi and I were just talking about Celebrity Big Brother that was on last night. Yeah. You talk about something that has shih tzu'd the bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's crap. Yeah. So, apparently, that's awful. If anyone's a, bi- a Big Brother fan, Celebrity yeah. big, big Brother, we're hearing it's just tanking in the ratings. It was but launched. But it's not celebrities. Back- yeah, it's an assortment of, like, miscreants. <laughs> it's yeah. Very strange. I love that word. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so I don't know if you're watching that at all, but you know, TV last night was just not right. But wait, did you watch Laverne Cox against Boy George? I did not. I DVR'd it because I went to bed, but I cannot wait. Don't tell me who won because I got to watch it. Oh, no, it. we're going to tell you right now. Oh, Danielle. Oh, now you don't like a spoiler. <laughs> all right, well, we love you. Uh, I, I, know. I love you. Yeah. Bye, D. I miss you. <laughs> I miss you too. All right. Bye. All right. Go, go be sick. Thanks. Bye. Right. Okay, bye. Sleep. Yeah. Go to sleep. It is. It's awful. I lysoled the crap out of the studio when I came in here this morning. Is that why there's no crap? Yes. Okay. All the crap has been gone. <laughs> that, that was Take over. it away. We lysoled the crap out of here. Yeah. Where did the crap go? All right. We've got a phone tap we're about to get to. I believe it's Garrett's because he's in the room. Yes. Also, a new merch alert. Scary Eddie music for this. New merch alert? This is fabulous. You know, we had our uh, Hello Lady t shirts. And uh, and uh, sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. Now, scary. Give me music. Scary. Yeah. And now, <laughs> new merch alert at ElvisDuran.com. The Elvis Duran Show Hello Lady hoodie sweatshirts and Hello Lady unisex baseball tees. Yes. Uh oh. Did I hear hoodie? 
Yep. I'm there. Yeah, I know. Me too. Uh, the, the Hello Lady hoodie sweatshirts come in charcoal, and the Hello Lady unisex baseball tees are black and white. They're incredible. Of course, we're still selling these Hello Lady uh, uh, garments, and proceeds benefit Trevor Project. We've raised $23,000 for them so far. If you go to ElvisDuran.com, you hit the Shop tab, you're going to see the new Elvis Duran. Where's the music, Scary? The new Hello Lady hoodie sweatshirt <laughs> and the new Hello Lady unisex baseball tee. Hey! I can't wait. I'm going to order one because they're going to sell out because they, oh, they are, are they are limited edition. I want a hoodie. Head to ElvisDuran.com. Click on the Shop tab. Again, proceeds benefiting Trevor Project. And don't forget, tag us in your photos with your merch using hashtag Hello Lady. Oh. So I wish excited. I could see the dance you're doing to this music. Oh, I know. The merch dance. I know. <laughs> it is like the merch dance. Yeah. What's scary? Can I say how excited I am for the baseball tees? Because they're not quite long sleeve, but they're not quite short sleeve either. I know. They're kind of in the middle. Right it's like your elbow. You, we have to come out with shorts, but in the same fashion. Are they long shorts or short longs? Ooh. We'll find out. Hello, lady. The hoodie sweatshirt and the baseball tee is available now at ElvisDuran.com. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Garrett. So, Tell us all about your phone tap. Sarah wants to phone tap her mom, Judy. Now, Judy accidentally hit their neighbor's mailbox the other day and hasn't gotten around to fix it, so Sarah thought now would be the time to act on a phone tap. So she wants to stir the pot a little bit with mom. So I'm going to kick things off calling Mom Judy from a brand-new TV court show that I want her to be on. Ooh. What could go wrong here? I don't know. Hello? Hi, yes. Is this Judy? Yes. Who's calling? Hi, yes. My name is Jock Torres. I work over at Meals uh, Productions. Uh, we are putting together a brand new show called Judge McMahon, and we have a case that is requesting your appearance. Um, so we just want to go what, over a few things. What th- is this? What is this case? Are you a lawyer? Well, no, no. I'm, I'm just a production assistant, but apparently there was an accident with one neighbor. That, uh, that was, that, listen, that was nothing. That was not my fault. Their car was in my way. And, and you know, that mailbox is too far out anyway legal. All right, so well, we will. I, I don't even want to do that. But uh, why are you calling me? Well, uh, one Jesus who, uh, <gasps> do you know her? Yeah, she, she's got a lot of issues, that woman. Uh, okay, well, she submitted to our show, and uh, it's going to be Ooh. on the first week. You're going to be on the season premiere no, no. of our show. I am not, no, no, I am not doing this. Oh, I'm not doing this. I don't care. She cannot talk for me. I'm not doing this. So I'm just going to take this as you'll think about it and you'll let us know? No, I am not doing this. Who, I, I don't even know what this is, but I'm not going on any show. That's uh, That's ridiculous. Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, your mom hung up on me. Yeah, she's um, freaking out. Uh, just like scream really loud. I would love to be on your TV show. Of course, my family would. Okay. Yeah, you want me to be on TV? Who are you talking to? Yeah, of course, my family would do that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, It's small claims court, and uh, is she suing me? My neighbor's suing me. Well, yes, uh, for the knocked over mailbox and the dent in the car. So I just want to uh, go over the facts now that we have consent uh, from your family. I I never consented. Well, she's underage. She can't consent for me. 
Judge McMahon is a legit judge. We have Bailiff Kane on the show too, and he's very tall. I and what he looks like. I'm not going on a show. Well, ma'am, you might want to talk to your daughter because she did accept our offer that we did put on the table she for. Took money from you. Yes, we we she did. Took money. Nobody told you to take money. Who, who do you take money from? Strangers. Five hundred bucks. We need that. I don't care what it is. You can't put me on TV. that I'm paying so much money for. Why don't you do that? Oh, That'll make you famous. We should get money if I, we win the case. I don't want to go on TV. What part of that do you not understand? Okay, so ma'am, are you consenting to the fact that you did commit the crime? I and... did nothing. I did nothing. I don't know who you are on the phone telling me I'm going to be on TV in a court. You're not a lawyer. This is this is insane. Just make sure you dress appropriately because uh, you are appearing on television and you are I in court. We also do a radio show as well. Um, we'd love to have you on the radio to discuss the case. I don't want to be on radio. There is no case. No, there's no legal action going on here. Oh. What is this? You're making me crazy. Judy, uh, actually, my name is uh, Garrett from Elvis Duran and The Morning Show, and you just got phone tapped by your daughter. <laughs> this is not funny, young lady. <laughs> this is not funny. I'm having an aneurysm here. The Elvis Duran phone tap. <laughs> Was she also on South Park? <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> Good going, Gary. Thank you. She punished me after that, too. Of course she did. Let me All right, look, if you have an idea for a phone tap, we want to hear it. We, especially people like that. They need to be phone tapped. What, what, what? <laughs> Her high-pitched scream I know, it's best. Kyle's mom. All right, look, if you have an idea for a phone tap, let us know. Go to ElvisDuran.com and click the phone tap link. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. Now direct your attention to the other side. Oh. Of 8th and Walnut mm-hmm. in Philly. Oh, Steven yeah. Singer Jewelry. Hello, Steven Singer. You know, we love Steven Singer. St- we love you, Steven, even though everyone else hates you. That's his thing. <laughs> I hate Steven Singer. For some reason, he's become extremely successful by telling people to hate him. <laughs> it's the strangest thing. The best gift ever for the one you love this Valentine's Day, and we talk about them every year, those real American Beauty roses. Deeply dipped in 24 karat gold. These are real roses, but they last forever. And every year, Steven Singer has a new color. Anyway, they're only $59. If this is the first time you're getting one of Steven Singer's famous 24 karat gold dipped roses, take my advice. Get the Valentine's Day Red. It's only $59. Or check out his other premium colors like Sweet Love. Oh. It's like lavender. Oh. I know. See? That sounds pretty. Every rose comes uh, with your own personalized love note in Stephen's signature gift box. It's shipped for free. It all starts at just $59. Leave it to Stephen Singer, one of the best jewelers in America, to have one of the best gifts for Valentine's Day. Real roses dipped in real 24-karat gold. Here's how you get them going. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com. This is where we're getting our wedding bands, by the way. I'm going to Google this right now. I want to see these roses. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com. Right there on the cover page, you'll see these incredible 24-karat dipped roses. Fantastic. Whether it's roses or jewelry, whatever, Steven Singer has you covered. Aren't those cool? Those are really cool. The perfect Valentine's Day gift, and it's all wrapped for you. IHateStevenSinger.com. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. The last time we had our Nices Awards, I mean, it really left a, a positive feeling with everyone. 
Yes. It was. Explain to everyone how we, and we're doing the niceies in a few moments. We are. Explain to everyone what that is. So I just felt like we should just really, you know, pay each other a compliment. Mm -hmm. That there's so much going on. We're so busy. And from time to time, it's nice to stop down and to just say something nice to one of your coworkers or a friend of yours. Right. So we did that. And then we we all wrote our own, you know. So now on this one, I decided to put them all in the box. So now you're gonna put your hand okay, in well, it. Okay, look, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't you're you're confusing me. Okay, we, for, we have we have an award show coming up called the Nices. Yes. Would you like me to give you an example? No, no, no we're not doing it yet. <laughs> okay. But wait, what do, you, what do you have written on the box? Not, what does it say? Anonymous Nices. Anonymous Nices. Did you spell anonymous correctly? I can't. I see did. It. I googled it. A n o n y m o u s. So why win a Grammy when you can win an icy? And I have a little face here. Yeah, I see that. That's I nice. drew that of scary. All right. All right. We'll do the nices in okay. a little bit. Oh, All right. All right. Hey, by the way, do you know how much money your parents make? Um, Don't I, give it out loud, because I know you will. If you I know. assume. I assume. No, no, what, no, no, no. Do you know how much or what salary your 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 An mom. exact figure, I do not. No. No, 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 no. Gandhi, do you? I have no idea. They would never tell me. I've asked, and I've gotten shut down. Yeah? Froggy? Yeah. No, and I'll tell you, I don't. My, my mom is an accountant. I've tried to figure it out, and she won't tell me. And I asked my dad just recently, actually, over the holidays. I'm like, Dad, back in the day when you owned those restaurants, like, how much did you make? He's like, I'm not telling you. I'm not I'm telling you, boy. I can hear your dad. Ellie, <laughs> I'm not telling you, boy. No, <laughs> none of your business. Look, I had no idea uh, what my parents made either. And you know what? I was actually raised in a house where you just didn't talk about money. Right. You know, your money was your business. Right. Which made me crazy because when we started this show 20-something years ago, Greg T. and Scary and Danielle all made the same salary. Correct. And they, we did. And they, they talked about their salary with each other. I'm like, bah, 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 don't talk about you, what you make with your coworkers. Oh, it wasn't right. a big deal well, when your kids had a coach. Well, it, was a big, it became a big deal when some of you started making more money than others. Yes. Oh, yeah. And of I course, bet. And I know who, out of the three of you, which one of you makes the most money? I'm underpaid. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm clearly underpaid. Well, I, I'm telling you, there is one of the three of you, and she's not here right now. Hey, right. did you? Oh, hey! <laughs> not giving it well, away. It's awesome. like dirt. Oh, what? does that it? That makes I'm, you feel like dirt now. Exactly. Okay, I'm using, I'm, you know what? I sacrificed you. Thank you. To prove a point. You shouldn't talk about money with your coworkers because Ooh. it really causes the, that hatred like you have for her right now. I don't hate her. I just hate her salary. But you know what? But, but, but Elvis, like in in, uh, in Hollywood or in sports, a lot of people's salaries are already written about. People know well, yeah, how much they make. Those contracts are up. Right, contracts are there. Uh, yeah. So producer Sam. Hi. Okay, even though you and your delicious boyfriend mm-hmm. are not uh, engaged to be no. married, no, you've already had an argument about whether or not you're going to tell your kid how much money you make, which is the strange. So, how did this come up? And and you actually got into a yeah, it was like it was like a vicious argument. It got heated absolutely because we plan for the future. No, we're not engaged, but it's because we're not in that place. But it doesn't mean we don't know we'll get there. So everyone, back off, mom. Don't text in. But <laughs> so we were talking about different how things that are important, raising the kid or whatever. And I commented how my parents taught me so much about finances and savings using an algorithm. Like this is the percent you put away, and this is what you do with right. that. So he goes, so how, you know how much they make? I said, no, I'm no, I don't know how much my parents make, and I don't want to. And his argument is, well, when our teenager asks us about finances, we have to give them the number for them to accurately have a whole picture of how to save your money correctly. I'm like, that, right? One has nothing to do with the other. Okay, okay, he actually explained his point. You may not agree with it. I don't. So what's what's your reasoning behind not telling your teenage 
uh, daughter, son, uh, how much you make. Because I almost think like that squashes the point. Like the the number isn't what's important. It's how you work with the money you have. Like that saying, it's okay. not what you make, it's what you save. I want that to be more important than the dollar amount. So you could say to your, uh, your daughter says, oh, okay, let's talk about finances. And you go, well, you know, mm-hmm. I have a job and I make money. And I take 15% of every paycheck and put it away. Exactly. And she says, well, how much do you make? Then you say here, let's say I make $1,000 a year. <laughs> yes. And you can just, you know. Exactly. I know, but people just get really crazy about talking money. Uh, hi, Christina. How you doing? Hi. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm talking to you guys. This is so awesome. Well, thank you for listening. You're uh, calling from Miami, Y100, the home of Froggy. Uh, question. Yep. How much does your dad make? Have you asked him? Yes. He always says enough. He always says enough. He just doesn't <laughs> want to talk finances with you. No. So I think it's kind of like he's always wanted to make sure that we never worried um even though i thought he probably made plenty of money i think based on our childhood there was never any struggles um thank god i think he just he never wanted it to be a topic of conversation between us well i know but at some point you're going to move out of the house and have to you know make financial decisions for yourself and don't you i agree i agree so my mom is a different story my mom was always very open about her finances since my parents were separated and I've learned, I mean, my dad, he does business for a living, so he's taught me a lot, but never wanted me to know how much. It's it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah showing your salary, it's like showing your private parts. I don't want to, I, you, you know what? You don't want to see, you don't want to see your dad's wiener. You don't want to know his salary. Oh my gosh, don't even start. I know. If you want to buy a picture of your father's wiener, let me know. I'm getting sick. I'm oh, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's so disrespectful. But it, it, Christine, I know. But, but do you do you are, are you uh, in a relationship? I'm not currently not. Okay. Have you? Would you let your significant other know how much you made, or would you go? No, that's really my business. I think I would. I yeah. think um, to have the perspective of how much the other person makes would really set realistic goals for what you guys can achieve in the future. And also not, I think it's probably an undue stress to have to hide that part of your life rather than be open about it. Right. For instance, Alex and I were getting married uh, in September. Hmm. Should he know my salary? Should I know his salary? Oh. Um, I think it's different when you're kind of a celebrity figure and it's... You know, there's what? kind of a lot more tied to your finances. Well, just because Alex is a celebrity doesn't I mean know. I need to know his salary. <laughs> he is. He really is. Well, no, I, I, I think, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, listen, Christina, thank you for listening. I, I think you, since you learned that from your father, something tells me you're you're keeping your finances somewhat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, close Absolutely. to the whatever. Can I say that Gandhi is doing amazing. I have been listening. I listened to this day one. Girl, you are making the show. It is so Atta girl. I love you. Good, because I don't care for her. I'm glad someone likes her. <laughs> All right, Christina, you're the best. Thanks for listening. Uh, let's go talk to Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. Now, do your parents, or do you know what your parents make as, uh, as far as salary I do. goes? I do because I'm their financial advisor. Okay, oh, well, okay. Plot twist. Well, let me ask you this: as as uh, from the perspective of a financial advisor, what is your opinion on couples or families knowing salaries of moms, dads, and and uh, significant others? You know, it's funny because I I don't manage my sister's money. 
for example, mm. but I manage my parents. I think it's, it's a matter of trust. It took years for my parents to move their money over to me, mm-hmm. but they hit a point where I knew what I was doing and, uh, and they would rather trust me than someone else. I love that. When you were a kid, you're always asking your dad for money. You're like, here, take it. And now, like, older in life, you're a financial advisor, and you're, like, asking for money. He's like, here, take it. I mean, nothing changed. You're still in your dad's pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, from a financial advisor point of view, I get it. That makes sense. I don't know, but if like what? I don't. I just still don't want to know. Like I have no interest. If my mom sat me down, she's like, "Would you like to?" I'd walk away with my ears closed. I don't want to hear it. Don't you think there's like an opportunity here though? Because you could tell your kids you make way less than you make, and then make them walk on eggshells and not want to spend money. You know what? I like where you're going yeah. with this, Gandhi. You yeah. scare them into thinking yeah. you're, you know, destitute. Parenting right, Brian, your kids. Yeah. Brian, thanks for your call. Gandhi, I appreciate that's it. Sound financial advice. Yeah, I see, <laughs> look at that. Look at old Gandhi. Yay. Okay, hold on one second. Did you say gay? No, I said yay. Yay. <laughs> Uncle Johnny does that. If someone says something fun, he'll go, oh, gay. Uh, what's scary? I know this is an awful thought, but when it comes to my parents' finances, I just want to know how much is eventually coming my way. Oh, oh so I just right. want to know Future. I'm not trying to. The yeah. future is on you, Scary. Wait, so yeah. you, you know what? Oh, I just found out what I'm getting when they pass away, so I can go spend more money now. No, I'm I guilty just, of that. Well, you are, Froggy? Well, sometimes my mom and dad will go, yeah, we want to go buy this, this, and that. And I'm thinking to myself, mm, you probably don't really need that. <laughs> you wretches. Yeah, you know what? I was hoping to buy a boat. Oh, my. I was going to go, like, Mom, do you really need that much house? Like, get a smaller exactly. house. Exactly. Get a smaller house so when you pass away, I can buy that bass boat. Shame. Oh, right. my gosh. I do the opposite to my parents because they'll always say, I'm not going to do this because we're saving it for your inheritance. And I'm like, great, do it. Yeah, on right. me. Yeah. Take, take your trip. Exactly. I want them to have let's fun. Spend your, let's spend my inheritance today. Yeah. Maybe you Buy me dinner. Do it. Oh, gosh. Uh, tell you how many... Oh, Candy. There we go. Candy line three. Hi, Candy. Good morning. Hi, everyone. Well, hello. How are you? We're doing well. Thank you. So you actually talk to your Good. kids about how much you make. You think it's important. I really do. Um, it depends on the age, um, but my son is turning 19, and he's in college now, first year, and um, I explained to him you know, flat out what we make and um, how we've struggled through the years. Like yeah, no, wait, how old is he again? Years. He's 19. Okay. Because it is, it, they need to be an appropriate age. Like, yeah. yes, Junior, I make $50,000 a year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, maybe I should wait till you're 19. <laughs> Anyways, so you feel like this yeah. is going to help your son um, figure out uh, what they should be doing or how they should manage their 100%. money in relation to how you yeah. manage your money. Yes, because I was never told how to save money, how to budget, um, you know, and and my parents are struggling right now. They'll Mm -hmm. they'll be working until they're 100, and it's very sad. But my husband and I have done much better, but my husband's a salesman, and his salary fluctuates, you know. And I'm trying to explain to my son that you really need to plan ahead. You know, yeah, you want the nice car, and you want, you know, the nice clothes and everything, but you really have to plan for your future. So. Perfect. You know, he's 19. He's been working really hard. He's been banking his money. And this is a kid when he was 10. You know, if he had $2 in his pocket, he had to burn it. You know what, Candy? That's that's actually yeah. a great 
a great example. You really have done a, a, a solid job in teaching your son how to manage his money. Candy, how much do you make? Oh. Don't ask her that. <laughs> what? She's oh. open about well, it. You're not, you're, not, you're not her son. I can stand to learn right, something. Hold on, Candy. That is wrong. Hello, web girl Kathleen. Hey, good morning. Good morning. So money, not a taboo subject in my family. I've always known how much my parents make. Uh, they know how much I make. They know how much my husband makes. I know how much my brother makes. We wow. Talk, we Tell talk us. about investments all the time. I mean, it's just something that we've always discussed openly and my parents were like here these are the mistakes we've made there's here's the good decisions we've made learn from us and Sam, go forward no. do you hear that what a great example i have like triggered anxiety it's just too much knowledge <laughs> well, no, maybe much that's power. you need to like open your own hood and figure out why you're so anxious about salaries and money there's Sweet. some you got something good going on in there, i girl. pay someone 150 dollars every week to help me figure that out All right, hey, oh, yeah. i know you could be saving that money it's true oh no <laughs> therapist is making 150 of your money no oh, i get it good, i good. love therapy and i, I swear by it okay <laughs> That's, I love you. Yeah. Web Girl Kathleen's family is like very healthy when it comes to their money. I'm yeah. going to call your mom, right. Kathleen. Is that okay. okay? But I will tell you this. Every single time, now don't turn the radio off because I'm using this as an example. Every single time I open this microphone and start talking about the importance of saving, mm-hmm. people get mad, shut up, you're making me uncomfortable, and or turn off the radio. What? Because it's, it makes, it scares people because they know how much they haven't saved. I feel like it scares people, though, Elvis, the same way that people are afraid to go to the doctor when exactly. they feel like something's wrong. Like, like not Greg talking T. about it. <laughs> Greg T. hasn't been to the dentist since, I think, Eisenhower was president. Who needs to go there? Oh you my. know, it's funny. I was having this uh, Look, similar... Look at that. He changed the subject. Wow. <laughs> I was I was having a similar conversation with somebody yesterday about retirement and about how they think that they're going to retire. And I think that everybody thinks they're just going to retire in like their 401k or whatever that is mm. that they're doing. But, you know, there's so much more involved and so much more that you need to put your money towards that you just can't just, right. you know, all of a sudden decide I'm going to retire on just my 401k alone. Look, it doesn't hurt to go like talk to That's someone correct. about, yeah, it, to talk to someone about financial Absolutely. whatever. Yeah. People are afraid of it. They're afraid to talk about politics for good reason. Yeah. They're afraid to talk about saving money. Because they don't feel like they've saved enough and they feel like it's too late. It's yeah, never yeah. too late. Yeah. Never too late to start saving. Okay. I didn't mean to turn this into a mom No, this pulpit. is great. I just love the fact that you and William have fights over your telling your teenage kid about your finances. And you're not even engaged. Not engaged, not living no together. Kids. Fight about children. <laughs> have so, you named this kid yet? Uh, I have. I haven't oh, told him yet. <laughs> What's scary? So, Elvis, since you know everybody's salaries and you said that Danielle makes the most out of it. I didn't say that. Did I, I say that? No, he did not. I did not say that. No, he did not. Okay, then the three of us. I does, does Greg T make more money than me? I'm not telling you that. Oh, let me know. Well, After probably, my last contract deal, I do now. I will tell you probably. I tell you what, probably not, because you were such a whore with our sales department. Yeah, <laughs> you really are. That was is, a, is, a is he not? Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, scary. After the show today, he will be down on the second floor. Down there, like giving massages. <laughs> he will. Scary's a hustler. He's a hustler. Oh, yes. okay, okay, thank you, thank you. Go away. You're just, I, I can feel your hand in my pocket. Stop. <laughs> All right. Got to take a break. The Morning Show's official Twitter account. Tweet us at Elvis Duran Show. Answering tweets from people across the country. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. In today's connected world, it just takes one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing, LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join now at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for 10% off your first year. I just wanted to thank you so much. You guys get me through my drive, my morning, waking me up. You're better than Starbucks. I love you guys. Listen to you guys every morning. I love you guys so much. I'm sleeping. I love you too. Your love got me looking so crazy right now. (laughs) 
one of the hottest radio shows in the country. Maya, I you have a big logo. Aquarius. You want me to put toothpaste on my breasts? Where do you blow up a male sex doll? All right, now, how do we play slap that ass again? <laughs> Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Okay, something weird just happened. I went on to ElvisDuran.com to order the Hello Lady uh, hoodie. Because I wanted to order one along with everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I checked out. Wherever go Kathleen? I think I'm, I did something wrong. I never gave him my address. How do they know where to send it? Oh. That's weird. Did it have your information saved from last time? I don't think so, no. I used Apple Pay. Did they know my address? Apple Pay probably does. <laughs> they said, hey, <laughs> they said, I got this thing. Hey, thanks, Elvis. I'm like, oh, great. Wait, I didn't tell him where to send it. Well, someone's getting a hoodie. Look, I tell you, these uh, Hello Lady hoodies, the Elvis Duran Show hoodies, are fabulous. They just went on sale today. It's the uh, Hello Lady hoodie sweatshirt in charcoal. And, of course, the one Skiri's uh, excited about, the Hello Lady unisex baseball tee in black and white. Black sleeves, white shirt. And Love it. Hello Lady written right on it. <laughs> of course, proceeds benefit Trevor Project. We've raised over $23,000 for them so far, and it's rising. It'll especially rise when you buy your hoodie. <laughs> Make sure you give them your address so we know where to send it. And they're so soft and lovely. I thought that was a weird experience, though, shopping at my shop to buy my clothes. I think that's dope. Isn't that kind of weird? Why are you down over there? Not many people get to say that. Uh, hold on. Sam, why are you in that microphone over there? The carrots on that one. Oh, well, no, no. You, you come to that one. <laughs> it's like, why is everyone moving around? We have too many microphones. Musical chairs in here. Let's eliminate either people or microphones. Ooh, fights to the death. <laughs> anyway, go to ElvisDuran.com and hit the... Uh, shop tab and buy the brand new Hello Lady hoodie or the brand new Hello Lady unisex baseball tee. Yes, Sam. Bonus on those items for anyone who's like me, fidgety and itchy. These are tagless, so something to look yep, forward to. They're tagless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's go around the room. Scary. What's on your mind today? I was at an event last night in the city and I was saw this guy and he saw me and we looked at each other and we realized we had the same jacket on, like mm-hmm. same model, make, whatever it was. And... What we did was like, hey, nice jacket. We were very complimentary of one another. But I know that with some people, it's so difficult when they see each other with wearing like the same outfit. It's like, Row! If I Why see you is- wearing my shoes, I'm like, no, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do that? Take the left one off and throw it in the trash. Why can't you be cool? Why can't you? Why can't you be because you know cool when you it? when you go shopping, sometimes you buy things you find that are uniquely you, and then when you see someone else being uniquely you, you get yes. mad. At them. You mean they made more than and just the, the one? Yeah, and then you get mad because they look better in it. You're like, totally. you know what? F you, man. I have a <laughs> I mean, pair of these sparkly boots that I love. I posted them online. Everyone asked me where I got them, so I just didn't reply. But then someone approached me in public and actually said it to my face, and I couldn't say no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, someone might have the same pair. Hey, producer Sam, what's up? <laughs> so when I say expensive purchase, do you all have an item in mind that you knew you splurged on to treat yourself? Yeah, the Elvis Duran hoodie. Uh, yeah. That's your splurge. <laughs> well, I want you guys to keep that in mind and suspend judgment. I want to admit what I got myself for Christmas because what now- What is it? That cat's out of the bag. I love The Office. Gandhi knows that. I spent uh, $1,500 <gasps> on a silent uh, auction to get a relic from The Office, and it is a simple sheet of paper with a riddle on it that was hanging up during the entire series. And wow. I have to admit that. Well, you know what? I mean, that's going to increase in value. It's going to be worth $1,510 in about 100 years. So. I am <laughs> so pumped for that day, but I'm not sad that I bought it. I treated myself, and it means a lot. Sometimes we... We have, to, we have to spend money we shouldn't be spending on things that mean a lot to us, like a piece of paper that was hanging on a set. Don't you judge me. Uh, I'm judging. <laughs> hey, uh, Froggy, what's up with you? 
Well, Elvis, you know what? Hold on. I just had a brain fart. Actually, go to somebody else and come back to me. I just uh, had Gandhi, a brain fart. What's, what's up with you, Gandhi? Okay, so I told you guys a while ago that one of my biggest pet peeves living in this area is walking down the street and random liquid hitting me. Yeah, no, we, we, freaks call, me out. we call it mystery liquid. Mystery liquid. And I feel like I'm a target for the mystery liquid, and no one believes me, but yesterday, Sam and I were together, producer Sam and I were doing this office trivia, and who got hit repeatedly with random liquid me. It was so funny. It was only yeah. me. I was targeted. No matter where I went, it just hit me. And the worst part, do you know where it hit me? Every time? Where? In the eyes. Yeah. Ooh, God. <laughs> it was amazing. It was you like should I probably get it. some penicillin started. That's why I was like, am I dying? Yeah, it's usually happening. during the summertime, mystery liquid is maybe liquid coming out of an air conditioner up on a high floor, but mm-hmm. wintertime, I can't help you. No. And we were indoors, and I was, and Sam was like, oh my God, I knew your eyes were big. I didn't know they were that big. Wait, wait, you got mystery liquid indoors? Indoors, yeah, in my eyes. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Am I going to go septic? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Froggy, what's up? You know what? Don't be the person at work that ruins it for everybody. I was talking to a friend yesterday, so everybody at work had to turn their desk around so that you can see the screen from the door because somebody got caught watching porn at work. So don't be the person that ruins it for everybody else at your job. Wait, someone someone there? I didn't say that. I said someone somewhere got caught watching porn. Was and that so you? Ev- everybody. No. No, 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 no. Not Who was it? Who was watching porn at the, not telling at the you, Y100 they, studio? They had to turn their desks around so now you can see the computer screens from the door. Here's my thing. i got to be honest with you. If I watch porn, I want to be by myself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. What, I don't what want are to you watch doing? it in front of other people. That's, no. dude, I was on a flight once, and the guy in front of me was like, oh, my God, the things he was watching. Oh. I think he was watching When Harry Wet Sally. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, oh, God. Did he have a blanket? Uh, anyway, uh, text uh. messages. You can text us if you want at 55100. Just wanted to say I listen to you guys every morning. Your voices make these snowy uh, mornings a lot easier. Gandhi is my favorite. Love you. Loving to hear that. Area code 563. Someone also, I w- it was pointed out to me, someone else said, oh, I know how much uh, Elvis Duran makes. It's on Google. Look, look, okay, first of all, it's it's that is nowhere near accurate. So, but, but that's right. my, my point is, where do they get those numbers? I yeah, the number wonder. you see on Google, he makes that in a week. Don't, What's don't that, Gandhi? That stuff. I always wonder that because I've I've tried the net worth of some people I know, and everyone's like, that is wildly inaccurate. Yeah, it doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, I think they tally up like real estate and just the public stuff that you have and try to guess from that. I don't, that. Have, I don't have any public stuff. No. Anyway, but, so, but a friend of ours, Froggy, he he said that they like they way overpaid him. He's like, I wish I did that. <laughs> I but, I don't, but someone has to know somewhere, someone somewhere knows where they get that number. Because right. it's, it's, I'm telling you, when you think you, you know someone's salary from Google or whatever, it's nowhere near what it is. But I'm trying to figure out what that number is. What's scary? You know, it, 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 people are very yes. nosy because if you if you Google your name, all of a sudden it auto completes or my name. So someone wrote Scary Jones and then it said weight loss, girlfriend. <laughs> Doctor Fat Loss. Yeah, I like talks too much on the radio. Uh, all right, moving along. Sound with yes. Garrett. I'm so happy you're here. Right. Why, why are you over there? Why, why does everyone keep moving microphones? You always sit at that microphone. Well, the light was there. There we go. Okay, okay, you're you're on. All right, uh, let's talk about the mass singer from last night. The what? The mass singer. Oh, the mask. Yes, singer. on Bob, Fox. Don't don't spoil it. Not right. giving away anything, <laughs> but during uh, after the performances, like the Alien, which we'll play in a second, they asked the performer, "Hey, what did you think?" So here's the clip. Last time performing in a mask was much harder than I expected. I could barely see. 
And it hurt to hear some of the comments from the past. All right. Right. So what a YouTuber has done is pitch corrected that voice so you can get a sound of what this person might actually sound like. Okay. And the guess is it is possibly LaToya Jackson. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, you ruined it. I wanted to possibly. Guess. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let's see who it was. Last time performing in the mask was much harder than I expected. I could barely see. And it hurt to hear some of the comments from the panel. Huh. Those voices don't sound that different. Yeah, it doesn't sound different from the pitch corrected. So uh, that's the guess. But the thing is, over in South Korea, we were talking about the celebrities that are on The Masked Singer. There's some bigger celebrities on the international version of The Masked Singer. Why is that? I don't know. So let's let's play a game. Let's play this clip from South Korea's The Masked Singer and see if we can guess. I just stick up my chin and grin and say... Is it LaToya Jackson? Uh, no, close. <laughs> So it's a it's a big American superstar, but this is North Korea's yes. Sam has masked a singer. Yes, South. what's your guess? Uh, 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 South Korea. South Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Whole different show. Whole yeah. different show. Uh, Sam, go. Is that Ryan Reynolds? Uh, Deadpool. Circle gets a swear. That is correct. Hey! So wait, now how can they can they have Ryan Reynolds doing? I have no idea. That's so weird. It's like the, all these celebrities that go overseas to do like coffee commercials and and liquor commercials and get paid millions of dollars. We get. Chong from Cheech and Chong. All let's uh, move on to another show that was on last night. Drop the mic. Uh, this is we were talking about this earlier. Laverne Cox versus Boy George, and uh, here's Laverne Cox's verse. Your tunes was really popular. It wasn't luck, cause everyone in the '80s was all. Up. I don't think a worse outfit than that is even possible. Guess culture club's dress code is class and taste optional. I'm beat for the gods, and Satan wouldn't claim that. Pray for this chameleon, I'm calmer with a bat. You lost to me, can't say that it's odd. They sent a boy to do a real woman's job. All right. There you go. All right, I'm not going to try to spoil it. I'm just going to let you know. I think because of that performance, Laverne Cox probably won that. You got to watch yeah. it. To see. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Weezer came out with an all-cover album at midnight, so they covered some of our favorite songs. Let's start with this. Paranoid Weezer. from Black Sabbath. Oh, cool. You know, when Weezer came out with Africa, I'm like, wow, what a great idea. Weezer yeah. covering other songs. And then let's go to the other side of the spectrum. TLC, no scrubs. No, I don't want your number. No, I don't want to give you money. No, I don't want to meet you. Uh oh. No, don't Daddy likes this. I got the full thing for you. I bet you do. I do. I like that. All right. Uh, and whenever you want to play it, we got it. Uh, all right. Let's do a news tease coming out of uh, from our friends at Jacksonville on NBC. A uh, woman uh, was soliciting prostitution. On the news? This is a news tease. So this they want oh. you to stick okay. with the okay, news gotcha, gotcha, to watch okay, the whole okay, story. Okay, okay, okay. I thought she was like soliciting yeah. during the news. No. Oh, wow. Listen. Hey. <laughs> right. I'm excited. <laughs> here, we, here we go. It's one of the strangest shootings you will ever hear about. How a Florida woman got hit and survived. But see how sex and a can of Pringles are involved. That's coming up next. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Five dollars and a can of Pringles. I'm in. I love that Florida headline. And I love Pringles. Yeah. All right. You're a good American. Thank you. Gary. You're welcome. All right. I want to play No Scrub. Do it. I know we have news to do. Hmm. Gandhi or No Scrubs? Hmm. I can wait. Okay. <laughs> What's the name of the album? 
Uh, I'll look it up. I, I believe the Teal album. Okay, but it's the new Weezer album yes. with covers, including this one. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging up the passenger side of his best friend's ride. Trying to holler at me. There you go. Scrubs. No scrubs. Weezer from their Teal album. I love that. There's also a, a cover of Billie Jean, Michael Jackson's Billie Jean on there. Love Lots it. Of covers. That was great. I know. I love Weezer. Uh, let's get into the headlines, Gandhi. Coming up in a few moments, uh, our second ever Nices Awards. Aww. Where we're going to be nice just for like three minutes. That sounds we need that. <laughs> it's like world. three minutes of nice. Yeah. Uh, Gandhi's got some stuff going on. What do you have? Well, sadly, five people are dead after a hostage situation in a Florida bank. It happened in Sebring at a SunTrust bank. Five people were killed after a gunman just walked in and started shooting. No motive has been found yet. A SWAT team did come in and apprehend him. So we'll hopefully get some answers as to what's going on. But that's a really sad story today. Some new details coming about El Chapo. We know that he's, his trial is going on here in New York, and every day we find out crazier details. Now, apparently his wife was involved in helping him escape from prison. Mm. She was part of, allegedly, the plan to deliver the map so that he could get to his kids, and now she might be in trouble too later. God, what a movie this is going to be. I can't wait. Another one. It's already like a movie right now. I don't right. even know if it could get any better. Today is the day the Senate is going to try and end this partial government shutdown. They're going to be voting on two separate bills. That could stop it. We're into day 34 at this point. And whenever President Trump decides to give the State of the Union, he said he's putting it off until the government shutdown ends, Stephen Colbert would like Cardi B to deliver the Democratic response. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Okay. That could be very interesting. We talked about this a little bit earlier. Boeing is testing a new pilotless plane. They just want you to show up, get on the plane. Don't worry about who's driving this thing, flying this thing, and hopefully it'll, it'll change air travel by 2020. Well, as far all... as I'm concerned, it'll be a passengerless plane yes. as well. I'm with you on you that You know what? I, I, they already have drones flying around. They've figured all that out. I hope so, but mm, I, know. I don't think I could do it. And this one made us all laugh a little bit earlier today. Two companies in China have decided that they're going to give an extra eight days off to female employees over the age of 30 who are single because you really need to fix your life, apparently, and go out and spend those eight days finding you a man. Well, then we need time off, too. Oh, guys guys should have time off. Yeah, but no, in China, it's only bad for the women. Okay, yeah, there you go. Vac- vacation days, hello. Right. Thank you, Gandhi. You're welcome. All right, so the niceies. It's actually not only about us. It's about everyone listening. It's an opportunity to figure out, you know what, I need to go out and say something nice to someone and let them know why I like them. It really is a great exercise. Hear I'm me excited out. about this. Hear me out. You're going to love it. We'll, we'll do it for you in a couple of minutes. Okay. Oh, my God. These wait. people are just a mess. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So, have you played Relative Insanity yet? One of our favorite games? You know how everyone thinks you're a comedian. Well, Relative Insanity is the game that actually makes everyone funny just by playing the punchline cards. You want to be funny? Get Relative Insanity at Walmart and Amazon. The first time we did the Nices Awards, we, we, we were like, oh, it'll be fun. It's, you know, whatever. But the response from our listeners was so positive. They're like, wow. You make me want to go to work or school today and say something nice to someone that I, I've been thinking all along, but I never told them. You know what? You know, I could sit here and tell Sam, Sam, you know, you were great because of this, this, and this. But if I never tell you, you know, you need to know. Yeah. And I can't wait. Next time we do nices, uh, we'll know Diamond well enough to include her. Yes. Oh, yeah. But as of now, we know nothing nice about you. Right. Only mean things. <laughs> Except Only your hair is awesome. You have, you have, you have awesome hair. 
I don't know. You know what I said that to her? I said, oh my gosh, your hair looks great today. She said, great, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like, I know, yes. but you don't know us that well. It may take you a while to find something nice about us. That's going to hit that, by the oh, way. Oh. Oh, we're, uh, why are we lowering our... Oh, we're, okay, we're every time we do camera work in here, we lower the shades. I <laughs> I wish we had a little heads up on this camera work because I rolled in here looking like a bum. Yeah. I think you look good. That's not bad. I have red droopy eyes because I think I'm coming down with something. Oh, man. All right. So in about 10 minutes, you're going to hear something you've already heard on our show before because I'm going to (laughs) go. We call those the best of's. (laughs) Anyway. uh, All right. So the niceies. Uh, Great, T, this was your idea, right? It really, I don't want to take all the credit, but I will. Okay, so So, do it. Okay, in as short a sentence as possible, tell us why it's important for us to do the Nices. I just felt that we were getting busy at the time that we did it, and we were missing our mark to possibly have a moment just to say something nice to each other, and I felt like we needed it. I was Very just good. feeling it in the hallway here on the show, just Great. feeling it. Perfect. So, and and I, as I said before, uh, the response from listeners was tremendous. Everyone wanted to do it in their own homes and in their own office space and everything it's mm-hmm. it's important you tell someone why you think they're great yep because you may never tell them and yeah. it may be too late one day uh, let's see microphones on there's web girl kathleen is uh, in here today is national give a compliment day whoa oh yeah. it is yeah i Perfect. mean look at that oh look you're great tea <laughs> what are the odds Good job, T. how what do you, you know that you look amazing. like a genius by accident <laughs> see you i am amazing all right well uh where's the music hit that all right. Welcome to the second ever Nices Award. Yes. Say something nice to someone. God forbid something could happen to them. Yeah. And it kind of makes you feel good to make someone else feel good. Right? At least me. It's accidentally selfish, but that's okay. Right. Right. There may be someone that you work with that, uh, you know, you have to work with them. And so it's not always a positive exchange. It's just a work exchange. But you never really take the time to say, hey, you know what? You're really great because of this. And let's do it. Now, how does this work? Okay, so I'm reaching into our box, which says uh, Anonymous Nices. Okay. And I'm going to pull one out. All right. And I'm going to read it. This one is to Froggy. And someone wrote something about Froggy. Somebody wrote this. Okay. Okay. You are constantly reminding me how bummed out I am that you live so far away. Your humor, your love for the things you're passionate about, and your giant heart make me smile daily. I wish I could just look at you to share the joy rather than sending you a text. Love you, brother. All right. And And I don't know who said that, but one of us in the room. uh, Danielle's on the phone with us, who's at home with the flu. Hi. 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 You know what I love about Danielle? I love that she's not here. I don't want to catch that crap, but I love you, though. Oh. Okay, so who said that about Froggy? Froggy, I don't who, know. Well, Froggy, you have to guess. Who right. do you think wrote that about you? Uh, you, Elvis. Hmm. Was that you, Elvis? No, it wasn't. Whoa! Oh. Whoa! Well, so... Well, Froggy, how does that make you feel hearing that? I think it was very nice. It's very nice to hear those nice words. It makes me feel good about myself, and it also makes me miss not being there with you guys every day. Yeah, because as you know, Froggy's in our South Florida studio, even though he sounds like he's with us. All right, so do you want to do you want to ask find out who did it, or do you want to do yes. another one? Who said it? Froggy, so who said it? That was me. Sam. Oh, Sam. Oh, thank you, Sam. Dude, I love you, and it sucks thank that you. I only get to see you through a TV screen. <laughs> I know. All right, look at that. See, Thank Sam. You so very much. nice. Now, Sam, does it feel great to tell Froggy how you feel about him? Yeah, absolutely. I should do it more often, All Froggy. Right. All right. That was very nice. All right, now who's next? Okay, got another one. Here we go. Oh, this is to Elvis. Oh, okay. Elvis, you are the most generous person I know. 
you would do anything for anybody, and you are a big brother to me. Oh. Well, that could be anyone, because I'm the oldest guy here. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you think said that about you, Elvis? Uh, big brother to... I, I don't want to guess, because... You have to. Well, I know, because if you guess someone, and it's not them, you're like, oh, I feel like a schmuck. Well, that's a good point. It's okay to feel like a Is it Jake? Jake. Jake, did you write that about Elvis? No. No. Mm. All right. All right. Does that person want to admit who wrote that about Elvis? Who said it? It was me. Danielle. I was going to say that, actually. (laughs) Danielle, that's so sweet. I am like a big brother to you. I love you. And I love you. Uh, How's that make you feel, Elvis? You know what? It makes me feel awesome. There you go. Are you kidding me? You know what? And it's good to hear it. But I know Danielle feels that way anyway. Well, there you go. That's (laughs) the nicest they're all about. But hearing it, it makes it more important. All right, go. Okay. Here we go. Um, mm-hmm. Opening up this one. Okay, Danielle. Let's this have a moment. This is to Sam. Well, to Sam. Sam. She is smart and funny, quick with quick-witted and kind. She knows a ton about TV, movies, and music from before her time, and she is the most charitable volunteer causing cause promotion person I know. Oh, thanks, Sam. Mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, who do you think said it? Uh. Could have been Gandhi. Gandhi? It was not. Oh. All right. Sorry. All right. Who was but it? I think all that. Who was it? It was me. Hey! Oh, Brody. That's uh, Dave Brody. Thanks, ma'am. Brody? Uh, but I wrote it much better than he read it. Yeah. Oh. I, I can't read his handwriting. Okay, but really, let's just keep moving. All right, here we, go. we have 55 people on okay, the show. Okay, okay, okay. All, right, all, right. all right, let's see. This one is... Daniel has to take a nap. To Garrett. You are such a team player. Always... Providing content, stories, and a gr- and great. Oh, and you're great to talk about, to talk to about oh, life. Lord. I can't read people's handwriting around here. <laughs> you're great to talk to about life. Plus, I love your shoes. Oh. <laughs> Who do you think said it? Gandhi. Yeah, it was me. That's Gandhi. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Did you you're write welcome. it better than he wrote it? I think I did. It? I mean, it was legible okay. to yeah, me. Yeah. Well, then maybe you know, someone, should someone else try? I love talking about life, Garrett. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. To Kathleen, your passion, creativity, outlook on life is amazing, and it, it inspires me. Oh, wow! Who do you think wrote that? Mm. Oh. Elvis, did you write that? Eh, wrong. Oh, I mean, I agree oh. with I agree with them. No, I feel like crap. I think Sam wrote it. Sam wrote it. No, you can't play. <laughs> the, Sam I already wrote one. Do you have the flu? I mean, you're delirious. You're giving. That's not your job to say that. Okay. <laughs> What do you want from me? You have 103 favorite. Oh, wait, who do you think? Well, who yeah. do you think? Gary? It was not. It was not me. All right, who oh. was it? Oh, that would God, be nobody me. likes <gasps> me. Oh, Gary! Gary. Gary. Yeah. Very you. nice. That's, that's great. That is so wonderful. I wish I it's could true, be there too. to hug you and breathe on you all. Oh, God. Oh. <gasps> How does that make you feel, Kathleen? Oh, my God, I'm getting the sweats just listening to your talk. <laughs> oh. Okay, keep moving. <laughs> okay, dear Danielle. The love, dedication, and passion you exude to your family and friends should be the gold standard by which all humans should live by. Wow. wow. Okay, Danielle, who said that about you? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Someone uh, that knows the word exude, so we know yeah. it's not Greg T. No. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis, did you say it? Uh, eh, no, it wasn't oh, wow. me. No. How about Froggy? Maybe Froggy. No, you only get one guess. Who oh. was it? It was me. Was it? Oh, scary. scary. There you go, Danielle. Okay, all right, all right. That's great. I love how you love it. You're Danielle. You get, we've been best oh. friends for so many years. Okay, next one. This is to Gandhi. Okay. Thank you for always being so super caring and nice. 
You're always checking on other people and wondering how they are. It's never about you. Thanks for Aww. just being nice. Whoa. Very nice. T, are you playing this game? No, yeah, but that, that wasn't me. It wasn't oh. you. And I would say the same exact thing, though. Um. Okay, so that leaves Froggy? Yes. Yay! Yay! Oh, I love you, Frog. How does that make you feel, Gandhi? That makes me feel very good. Very nice. No, wait a second. Now you guys are playing like process of elimination. <laughs> right. <laughs> the only one left is Froggy. I shouldn't have done that. Sorry. All right, right. Okay. <laughs> I got one. Oh, two Greg T. Oh, good. Uh-oh. You yeah. have a great sense of humor, and you're like a sunshine on a rainy day. You bring out the best in other people. You're a smart cookie. Is that you from wrote you, that to Yeah, you wrote that to you yourself. yourself. I did write that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and it was typed up, so you couldn't see his handwriting. I love me. Oh, I love me. Hold on. I guess that's okay. Self-love. Yes. I got lucky. Yeah, I chose my own name. All right. All right. Yeah, all right. Danielle was right. It was you writing to you. Okay. This one This one is too scary, I guess. You are one of two that I would trust with my life, even if I was... Allergic to apples. Oh. <laughs> wow. Remember, because he almost let you die because yes, right. you're right. allergic to apples. Right. Was that. that you, Elvis? Yes, it was. Oh! Nice! Oh, yeah. Yes. I know, but I, 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 I hit something fun there. He is one of two on this show that I would trust with my life. Right. Wow. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, yeah. who huh? who's the other? I'm not telling you. Yeah. <gasps> oh, come saying. on. Who, who is it? No. I you would trust froggy. me. Let's just move on. Will it be in your I book? I think it's Froggy. Okay, maybe. All right, go ahead. Wow. So that means I don't trust any of you people. You should trust me. Yeah, you should trust me because at the end of the day, I would stand up for you. No, you sit there and just talk. Well, I'd call you bro a lot. Like, <laughs> bro, we got to keep, keep moving. Right. Keep moving. To Brody. It's almost lunchtime. Brody. Brody picked me an absolute delightful group of web interns this semester. I'm grateful for his impeccable taste in humans. Hmm. Hmm. Who could that be? Come on, Brody. <laughs> Not really about me, but all right, it's Kathleen. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> it's about you. You have impeccable taste. That's the worst. I see. That. I think that's awesome. Oh, I have a lot of redeeming qualities, but giving her people to help her for no, interns. no. She said that you. Yes. She said you have great taste. That's in right. humans. I think. I think right. that's a great quality to that point out. That is huge. Oh, okay. oh, that's very nice. You're such a schmuck. Come yeah. on, be nice. She's see, saying something now nice. That to you. she should have said. But, you know, it's, the only, it's the only time someone's gonna say nice something nice to you. Let it take it. Very nice. <laughs> okay, we got, we got to really keep going. That's it. We're done. Oh, the yeah. nice. Everybody. That was almost as nice as last time. Wow, the niceies. There very you go. Nice. All right, very cool. Does it make everybody feel well? Yeah, it does. Now, oh. as as like cheeky and cheesy as that was, I'm telling you, everyone in here is a lifted up a little bit more than they were an hour ago. That's yeah. right. Except for Brody. Except, except for Dave Brody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys, you guys are, oh, the, I trust me with my life. I love you. You're my spirit animal. You're my father. You're the greatest guy. Sunshine, sunshine oh, on a rainy day. Brody, you hired nice interns. That's it. I thought it was great. If it was That's two weeks ago point, before they Brody. started, I'd have so nothing. feel free to take this into your own circle of people and say, hey, I mean, you don't have to, like, pick it out of a box. Look at someone and just blow them away by saying, hey, you know what I love about you? I love this about you. And there you go. The niceies. Except for Brody. The assholies. The official Twitter account of The Morning Show, at Elvis Duran Show. And the official Twitter account of Elvis, at Elvis Duran. Follow us now. Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. Standard data investment.
messaging rates may apply. We're waiting for you to join the next conversation. Text your comments to 55100. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. I'm hearing all these voices. Do you hear voices? A little. I heard like three people talking at the same time. What's going on? Anywho... Thank you for uh, listening in. Yes, the, the, the truth is Danielle is sick. She's not out job hunting. <laughs> she's not out doing her second job to make ends meet. Nope. No, she's she's got it. A lot of people have it. And I'm telling you, as sure as I'm sitting here, I got that virus, uh, the, the, the flu shot two mm-hmm. days ago, and I've it's kicked my ass. Man, I really need you to feel better. Hey, can, me. We, can we talk about creepy people for just a second? Oh, yeah, I love that. Uh, Dennis, come here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so Dennis and our best friend Dennis Clark is here. Yes, hello. Uh, so he and I met uh, at the Roxy Bar last night just to have a quick drink. Yes. Just because uh, this is your last day here. Right. As you know, Dennis is uh, the leader of uh, all things that form our show, and he's oh, been a part, been a part of our family since the beginning. Anyway, so he and I were at the, at the uh, Roxy Bar. We're having a drink, and... We, I didn't bring this up to you. That guy. Oh, God. Were you thinking about him? The guy. Oh, that guy. There was a guy standing, just oh. standing at the end of the of the big bar room. It's a big room, mm-hmm. just, just perusing. Like he he was stalking in a yeah, way. Freak. He was just what? looking at everyone, and like, it looked it looked like he was looking for someone to pounce on. Yeah, scary. Did you report him? No. If you see something, say something. That's a good point. We didn't do that. Well, no. I mean, no. Look, you know, what's to keep someone from walking into a bar and just standing there and looking at people? Leering. Yeah, he true. was leering. And so at the end of uh, his leer-a-thon, he walked to the other end of the bar and he sat down in a seat mm-hmm. that was, uh, there were seats available. He could have been sitting. Then he got back up. He walked to the other end of the room and just stood there and just stared at everyone. So, oh. fill in the blanks. Was he A, casing the joint? Who could he Who could he mug? B, was he looking for someone to go, hey, babe, what's your sign? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. We ignored, you know, it's that classic ignore. That's what I did. I'm like, but I kept an eye on him the whole time because he was in, oh. when it, when he was in my eye shot, I would be like, he was lurking. talking and I'm like, I know this is I rude, know. but hi. No, he's being really, so Dennis was being rude to me because he, I would be having a conversation yeah. with you eye to eye. Then you would look over him like, hello. This is scary. So, yeah, it is scary. Something <laughs> Frightening. Oh, that was the worst. Oh, scary, yeah. Was he staring or was he lurking? No, lurking. Like, he I was... thought he had something in his pockets. Okay. Like, oh. we're about ready to have some, you know, like, we've got to act fast. He's got an agenda. Isn't it funny how you see someone doing something that's probably innocent, but you start filling in the blanks. It's like when I'm home alone, I just know the guy with a knife is going to break in and start stabbing me. And what's your plan to get out of that? I don't have a plan. I'm oh. on the you know, 15th floor. What am I going to do? <laughs> just jump over the side? I don't know. But, you know, it's just we start filling in the blanks. Like I remember one day I was walking down the street and this guy shook my hand. Hey, good to meet you. And I looked down at his hand and for some reason this thought went to my mind. That hand has killed someone. <gasps> And I could just, I just knew. Oh my. It was weird. I could feel that pulse of energy from him. Like, he's a murderer. Did you ask? No, we're not going to ask. Hey, uh, by the way, good meeting you. Who have you killed? Was it straight Nate? No. Okay. <laughs> just making sure. So, all I'm saying is, you know, if you find, let's say you get home and there's a, a, a pair of men's underwear, wet underwear on your front porch, uh. you, you immediately have to start writing this, the scenario. Like, yes. okay, how did this get here? And you actually come up with. The story, even though it may or may not be true. But it's good to weave that story. The thing that throws me the most is when there's one shoe on the side of the highway. 
I'm like, I demand answers. What is the rest of your life like? Yeah, where's the other shoe? <laughs> yeah. How- or was it a, someone who only had one foot? Right. Like, did you Could get be. into a fight and someone tossed your shoe out the window? Exactly. Were there once two shoes? And how did they get out there? And doesn't that make us kind of you know, creative? Yes. Because we have to, we write these stories. We're like little screenwriters. Yes. Sure. But the guy last night, he was lurking. And no, someone was asking, well, no, once again, well, maybe he's just waiting for a seat. No, there were tons of seats available. Do you think there's any possibility that maybe he was meeting someone on like a blind date or from an app and he was looking around to see where that person was? No. Um, I no. didn't get okay. that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> it was a murderous look? Yeah. Okay. It was. Well, I don't know if it's murderous, but I, I think he was... He was at a hotel, a single guy. I think he was waiting for someone to sit down and he could, you know, maybe explore the possibilities with. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Remember that time uh, this woman called us about the guy she was blindly meeting in another city? Oh, she called from the airport. Yeah. And then the phone just mysteriously cut off. We talked about it for weeks and tried to fill in the blanks. People were emailing We never heard from her. (gasps) We never heard from her again. Her name was Megan. Yes. She called. She said, by the way, I'm at the airport. I just flew into Baton Rouge or wherever, uh, and I'm here to meet this guy. We met online. Had never met him in person, but uh, so I'm, I'm here to meet. He's going to p- come pick me up in a minute. Click. Oh, no. Megan. Megan. Me- never called us back. How long ago was this? Several years ago. I'm going to Google Megan. Which Wait, city? Did Straight Nate used to live in Baton Rouge? <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love bells. This is why I can't have, uh, you know, radio people should never have a bell next to them. Mm. Hey, you say something funny. <laughs> Ring the bell. It is funny. Now take the bell away. It's like the victory sip. You, look, if, if someone who thinks they're funny says something funny, and you and they do, and you laugh, they always take a sip. Mm. <laughs> they call it the victory sip. Yeah. I have not noticed that before. <laughs> you Brody, do do that. Bro, Brody does it all the time. The victory, oh. the victory sip, right? I mean, is that like an old comedian thing? Yeah, it's sort of like that feeling, a sense of accomplishment. But I do it right in front. Scary skulks away and does it privately so he can get away with it. We won't tease him about it. But he's the king of victory sips and ego snacks. You know where I bet that comes from? <laughs> like, if, if I'm doing a stand-up routine and I have my water with me, and I say something so funny that people keep laughing, I take the victory sip to kind of fill in time. Absolutely. Do you do it to not laugh at your own joke, too? No, I do it because if people don't laugh enough, I have to reward myself in some way. Yeah, okay, you, fair you, enough. You know, be wise, moisturize, drink your victory sip. All right, back. <laughs> All right, so I, I'm almost sort of inclined to go back to that bar later to see if he's still there. I don't know. The guy at, at, at the Roxy Bar. Oof. Maybe someone can call us and tell us what happened. I don't know. Statistics show you you walk by eight murderers in your lifetime. Thank you, Texter. In your lifetime in New York City, I feel like it's daily. <laughs> Hourly. Yeah. How do they get? The, I mean, how do they get that? I don't. I know. need to know how many people are walking on the street are murderers. Just raise your hand. Okay. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> Did you do it? Carry on. <laughs> I don't know. I've been watching a lot of documentaries on Netflix about murder, and now I'm convinced that I'm walking past a hundred murderers a day, and some work here. Oh, it's supposed to be out the 23rd. Yesterday, uh, Netflix uh, uh, serial killer. Uh, Let me look it up. Not not straight Nate. Um, <laughs> you know he was he was good looking guy. All the oh, way- Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Oh, and also the movie with Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy is oh. coming out sometime soon. But anyway, they're saying that this documentary about Ted Bundy on Netflix is supposed to be just chilling. Doing it when I go home. It's it, called the Ten Ted Bundy Tapes: A Notorious Serial Killer's Chilling Confessions. Yeah, Ugh. and he they said I mean he. Ted Bundy killed all these these beautiful, wonderful women with a great future ahead of them, mm-hmm. took their lives. He said, look, I'm not crazy. I'm just not crazy. I'm just letting you know that you don't have to be, and, and well, I hate to use the word crazy, you wouldn't say that now, but he, he said that, I'm quoting, 
I just did that because it's just what I needed to do. So to him, it was not mental health problems. It was just his lot in life. Right. Right. One might say that was a mental health problem. So you've been watching a lot of these these documentaries. Yes, there's one. There's a series on Netflix called I Am a Killer. And they interview all of these people in jail about why they're there. Why are you on death row? What's going on? And it is just disturbing. And I can't stop watching it. And then I go to sleep and I have bad dreams and I can't figure out why. Someone just sent a text. I used to work with a murderer. <laughs> I wonder how many people are married to one and just don't know it. You know, I don't know. Murder is kind of a... <laughs> how many do you think are listening right now? I don't know. If you're a murderer, uh, raise your hand. Text call, us. Call us. Let us know. <laughs> uh, you know I don't know. I mean, we, you know, a lot of people in jail or prison do listen to the radio in the morning, listen to these morning shows, and then they send you letters, and you get jail letters. Yeah, we which, get lots of jail letters. Yeah, which and I always say are great. They have to know murderers. You know me. Love all, serve all. I, we need as many listeners as we can get. <laughs> I'm, I'm not picky. Even the murderous ones. But, um, but yeah, the whole point was, again, filling in the story, <laughs> filling in right. the blanks. Like, you see someone, and your mind just writes a story. I think that, that says a lot about you as being a creative person. I love that. So I may go back tonight and see if he's there. I want to go with you if you go. Everyone meet me at the Roxy Bar tonight to see if the murderer is there. <laughs> or, you know, how many people have been wrongly, not convicted in a court of law, but accused of being a murderer, like, you know, in a bar? Oh. If you watch this I Am a Killer, none of them did it. They're like, no, it was it was a bad rap. Well, I didn't get this. I know, but there's a good chance, and it's been proven many times, that sure. the wrong person was incarcerated. Yeah, but in these ones, they're like eyewitnesses, and they leave with blood all over their clothes and a weapon. Yeah. Confess. Set up. Yeah. All right, on a happy note at the Roxy <laughs> Bar, I thought you were going to talk about the other guy that they were at a hotel, and they should have gotten a room, and they probably had one. Oh. oh. So there was a this couple. was something. <laughs> There was a couple sitting behind Dennis, and it was a pretty crowded bar. It was fairly crowded. And they were, I mean, I couldn't tell whose head was in whose head. They were kissing so hard. Oh. I mean, it was like she was deep-throating his his entire head. So gross. And then he was deep-throating her entire head. Like, her hair was dripping wet with saliva. Why do you do that? They were really into each other, man. <laughs> I get it, but but go be into each other in private, like out in public. Like just you know, I you want to hold hands, put your arms around each other. That's great, but not suck each other's face off. I know this is gonna sound weird. I love watching people do that because I'm like, you're so happy right now, and oh, you're so just you like in it. such yeah. You like, feel good for them. You're in a good place, and you guys are really feeling each other, and you like each other so much. You don't care that everyone is judging you at this moment. I think it's kind of cute. I would never do it, but I think it's kind of cute. Okay, it just makes me a little uncomfortable and maybe a little jealous because I'm not, you know, I don't have anyone like sucking my lips. Are you a PDA person? Like, uh, not really. No. Oh, here's one. I used to work with a murderer and I used to give him a ride home. And then someone else sent a text saying, uh, so when I work with stab someone and came to work what? right after. Well, what are you going to do? you got to carry on, Jeez. I guess. Mm. But anyway, we're talking about PDA and murder. I love this. <laughs> How this are they related? A, this is a great show. Uh, hello, Cindy. Hi. Are you calling about uh, sucking face in public or murderers? You go. Murderers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, go ahead. So when I bought my first house many years ago, I needed my driveway sealed. I knew nobody in the area. I found the contractor. Half The owner happened to be a woman. She came out, really nice lady, set me up. Her workers came out, did the driveway, fantastic job. The woman comes back out to follow up. We're in my house. We're talking, drinking coffee. She's telling me how she just hired these guys and that she was glad they worked out. A year later, 
she is in prison for accessory to murder. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, accessory to murder oh. is a tricky one because it's like, well, did they really mean to be a part of a murder or were they right. just kind of sucked in by accident? I was a little freaked out, needless to say. I'm like, I drank coffee with this woman. What are we talking about? I know. In that driveway they built, it, that body could be under that driveway. Ah! You know, I was home when it was done, so it's the... I'm complete. I'm not in that house anymore. <laughs> Look, you know, I, I, I'm not really, I, I don't want anyone to think we're making light of someone losing their life, no. especially under very, very no, frightening, tragic. But the act of murder, the fact that someone could take someone else's life just intrigues me, not in a good way. I just can't believe someone would have so little value on a human life. Right. It, just, it doesn't compute with me. I'm so naive to think it really happens sometimes. It's like, what? I, I, I just don't comprehend how a person thinks like that. Well, good, Cindy. Let's hang out with you. We know you won't try to kill us. <laughs> no, I won't. I'll just get drunk with you. It's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> safe with Cindy. All right. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, all right. Murder. There you go. And sucking face. Anyway, that couple, <laughs> they ended up going upstairs with each other. Oh, I hope so. I, I hope you weren't in the next room. Because, you know, they banged it out. <laughs> That's what hotels are for. Hope they moved it. Is that what hotels are for? I think so. You don't want your neighbors at home to hear all that. Oh, God, there's nothing worse. they worried. put a sock behind the headboard so it didn't like make noise on the wall. Well, well, let me tell you. I've been around a long time. Back in my day, safe sex meant moving the bed away from the wall. So you oh. wouldn't bang your head. Oh, I think then you just scoot your bed all over the room. Exactly. <laughs> all right, well, Dennis, it's great having you in town. Oh, thank you. Uh, do we have time for you, headlines Dennis. or should we take a break? We got time. Are you sure? Yes. Do you want me to make them yeah. real quick? Well, no, no, because you don't even read so fast, and we won't comprehend anything. I'll do it slowly. All right, let's get into the headlines. Gandhi. Well, we know today is day 34 of the partial government shutdown. They're going to take a vote later today. Two separate bills. Maybe it will end. But air traffic control pilots, flight attendants are saying that this could bring travel to a screeching halt because... They're not getting paid, and everyone's working overtime. People are calling out sick. So if you're going to the airport. I'm hoping today's the day they figure it out. I hope so, too. Our lovely Dennis is headed to the airport, and he got an alert saying, you got to go earlier than you thought you did. You better go now. United Airlines. Go. Thank you, United. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of travel, we were talking about Boeing releasing some information that they want to have a pilotless plane take off. As, As soon as 2020, you could get on a plane, maybe, and not have a pilot there. To land, take off, all of that. See, I like having a pilot because, like I've said before, pilots usually put me at ease because they they seem to be so together and yes. so cool, and I need them there. Even if, if they, even if they don't fly the plane, I need them up there. I agree with you. I would like to have a human, just yes. in general. General Mills recalling gold medal unbleached flour over possible salmonella contamination. Damn it! He, do you have it? Yeah. Oh, it might be <laughs> contaminated. If it has a use date of April twentieth or before. Take a ch- take a look. Find out if you are contaminated. All right. And some good news if you like bacon and you like McDonald's, they're having a happy hour. It's called a bacon hour. So you can show up on Tuesday. It's the 29th of January, next Tuesday. Right. And just order pretty much anything, and you'll get a free side order of thick-cut applewood smoked bacon to go along with anything you purchase. I love that. Thank you, McDonald's. Yeah. All right. It's Tuesday? Yes. All right. See you next Tuesday. Already. Uh, all right. Your, <laughs> your phone tap is all the way. <laughs> Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Garrett. So, Tell us all about your phone tap. Sarah wants to phone tap her mom, Judy. Now, Judy accidentally hit their neighbor's mailbox the other day and hasn't gotten around to fix it, so Sarah thought now would be the time to act on a phone tap. So she wants to stir the pot a little bit with mom. So I'm going to kick things off calling mom, Judy, from a brand-new TV court show that I want her to be on. What could go wrong here? I don't know. Hello? Hi, yes. Is this Judy? Yes. 
Who's calling? Hi, yes. My name is Jock Torres. I work over at Meals uh, Productions. Uh, we are putting together a brand new show called Judge McMahon, and we have a case that is requesting your appearance. Um, so we just want to go over what, what, a few things. What th- is this? What is this case? Are you a lawyer? Well, no, no. I'm, I'm just a production assistant, but apparently there was an accident with one neighbor. Yeah, uh, that was nothing. That was not my fault. Their car was in my way. And, and you know, that mailbox is too far out anyway legal. All right, so well, we will. I, I don't even want to do that. But uh, why are you calling me? Well, uh, one who, uh do you know her? Yes, yeah. She, she's got a lot of issues, that woman. Uh, okay, well, she submitted to our show, and uh, it's going to be Ooh. on the first week. You're going to be on the season premiere no, no. of our show. I am not, no, no, I am not doing this. I'm not doing this. I don't care. She cannot talk for me. I'm not doing this. So I'm just going to take this as you'll think about it and you'll let us know? No, I am not doing this. I don't even know what this is, but I'm not going on any show. That's that's ridiculous. Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, Your mom hung up on me. Yeah, she's Um, freaking out. uh, Just like scream really loud. I would love to be on your TV show. Of course my family would. Okay. Yeah, you want me to be on TV? Who are you talking to? Yeah, of course my family would do that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you're, 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 don't talk to that man. Give, give me that phone. Listen, you, stop bothering me. Nobody's serving me any papers. This is not legal in any ways. I am not doing this. For it's some small mix- claims court and... Uh... Is she suing me? My name is suing me? Well, yes, uh, for the knocked over oh. mailbox and the dent in the car. So what? I just want to uh, go over the facts now that we have consent uh, from your family. I, didn't, I never consented. She well, can't, she's uh, underage. She can't consent for me. Judge McMahon is a legit judge. We have Bailiff Kane on the show, too, and he's very tall. I, I don't and know what he looks like. Well, ma'am, you might want to talk to your daughter because she did accept our offer that we did put on the table she for. She took money from you? Yes, we, we she did. She took money? Nobody told you to take money. Who, who do you take money from? Strangers? 500 bucks. We need that. I don't care what it is. You can't put me on TV. What? I'm not going on TV. Yeah, this is my chance to be famous. Famous? You want to be famous? Why don't you pass one of your classes that I'm paying so much money for? Why don't you do that? Oh, That'll make you famous. Off. We should get money I, if we win the case. I don't want to go on TV. What part of that do you not understand? Okay, so ma'am, are you consenting to the fact that you did commit the crime? I did did nothing. I did nothing. I don't know who you are on the phone telling me I'm going to be on TV in a court. You're not a lawyer. This is this is insane. Just make sure you dress appropriately because uh, you are appearing on television and you are in court. We also do a radio show as well. Um, We'd love to have you on the radio to discuss the case. Radio, there is no case, no, there's no legal action going on here. What is this? You're making me crazy, Judy. Uh, actually, my name is uh, Garrett from Elvis Duran and the Morning Show, and you just got phone tapped by your daughter. <laughs> this is not funny, young lady. This is not funny. I'm having an aneurysm here. <laughs> Was she also on South Park? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show.
Hey, if you're like me and you dread the time it takes to fall asleep, you gotta try the new Zequil Pure Z's Melatonin Gummies. They're a drug-free blend of botanical ingredients like lavender and chamomile to help you fall asleep naturally and wake up without that grogginess. And they taste great too. So excited. The Elvis Duran merch store has new stuff on the rack. Yay, are you going to do your merch dance? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. I love merch. Uh, I've already done it. I went to ElvisDuran.com. I clicked the shop tab up top. Brand new today, the Hello Lady hoodie sweatshirt in charcoal. I bought several of those. Also, the Hello Lady unisex baseball tee. Love it. In black and white. I didn't buy any of those because they make my boobs look big. Oh, okay. Well, actually, my, my boobs are big. <laughs> I might get one for that same reason. Anyway, so uh, I want you to go online right now. Keep in mind, all proceeds benefit Trevor Project. So far, with our Hello Lady gear, we have raised over $23,000 for Trevor Project. And also, you know what? Um, If you don't see something you like today, which you will, wait till several weeks from now. We're going to bring new merchandise in and take the old out. But once again, the Hello Lady hoodie sweatshirt, which I love. I can't wait. I wish it would ship today. And the Hello Lady unisex baseball tee uh, in black and white, the one scary ones. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. Not quite a long sleeve shirt. Not quite a short sleeve shirt. Somewhere in between. Mama Gandhi texted me and asked me if I would please get her a hoodie because she's not great with navigating websites. <laughs> Tell Mama Gandhi that uh, if you can get her credit card number because we're not giving them out freebies here. Nope. I'm buying it myself. Love you, Mon- Mama Gandhi. Yeah, I love you too. Anyway, don't forget, we still have uh, sweatshirts, T-shirts available as well, and they are so soft and so fantastic. And in addition to this... Tag us in your photos when you're wearing your merch using hashtag Hello Lady. We have hoodie sweatshirts and unisex baseball tees available right now in the merch store at ElvisDuran.com and hit the shop tab. The Brooklyn Boys Podcast. You let him massage you in the hot, sweaty, naked well, sauna? So he's stretching me out. Oh, I'm I like, he was. And I'm thinking, oh, this feels so good. All of a sudden, four people walk by the sauna. Right. And they were like, what? Because William was right behind me. He was rubbing you up and down and well, stretching it was just, you. It was, it was very what? brief. Why don't you join me one Tuesday or not, Thursday? Not after what you're describing. Now, sleep to Brooklyn. The Brooklyn Boys Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show.